Welcome, everyone. Tonight is uh, Saturday, the 22nd of July, 2017. Welcome to Lauren's podcast. We are starting at uh, a little after 8 o'clock in the evening. Tonight, our topic, the end day. When lawlessness increases, and denies the law when the righteous are jailed and criminals walk free, when families are in destruction and education and schooling has crumbled, when it takes a day's salary to just survive, those are the end days. I am a spiritual woman and I follow Yahshua blindly. However, if I was not, hypothetically, what correlates in the Bible, Ezekiel 38 and 39, it feels as this is transforming in our world today. The four kings, as prophesied thousands of years ago, are they arranging themselves around Israel? The king of the north, North of the Black Sea, Russia, the king of the east, with a massive army, China, with frogs spilling through their mouths. That's the occult. Do we not have a cult in our media today? It sells toothpaste, music, and movies. The king of the south near Babylon. Isn't that raging war? Islamic nation? And last, the king of the West. The Antichrist? Territories place them in Europe as well as the United States. These four kings, I believe, are on our world stage now. And their only desire is world domination to enslave every man, woman, and child. Some suggest the King of the West and South will unite. Will that make it then that statue Nebuchadnezzar dreamed about, where the feet were of iron and clay? Oh, structurally they get along, insatiable appetite for power and to dominate, Fundamentally, they don't mix. We know iron is the Roman Empire, one of the longest empires that last. And clay is the king of the south, the Islamic regime. These things are happening now. July 14, 2017. The Vatican, Rome, Italy said their first prayers from the Quran. Have they now united this iron and clay? Welcome.
Hello? 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 I guess we're waiting for the show to start. Yes, um, I guess she might have been thrown off. Uh, as can happen. So if, if everybody can be patient, um, you know how that goes, right? <laughs> Terrible sometimes. It could be a fluke, you know. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Welcome Hello, moderator. Hi, how are you? Good evening and welcome tonight. I'm very sorry. I got uh, kicked off the call. I apologize. But I'm back. Tonight's show is about um, the four kings. It's prophesied. Hi, hi, Lauren. Hello. Hi, Cindy. I, I adore your cause, Lauren. And Cindy, I'm glad you're on, too, because this is the exact what? topic that I am so, I've been so passionate about from the very beginning and nobody wanted to listen. Nobody wanted to relate. Everything that was, we were lied to in school about Greek mythology, it's not mythology. It no, is no. not mythology. Because when I studied and looked into the Dead Sea Scrolls mythology, the mythology that we were told is mythology is goes into the the 12 tribes and the five books that were left yes. out of the Bible, the mystics, the visions, the, uh, the tribes of, of warriors, each had a gift, and we all have been given gifts as well. The angels were given gifts before they fell, and the ones that are still in, in the heavenly realm with God, um, they never had those gifts removed, so they have blasted and lied to us through the Pharisees and through all the scholars that kept things out of the Bible, which is why there seemed to be a public embarrassment when the Dead Sea Scrolls came out and why that's not being talked about. But the Dead Sea Scrolls... You know, your, you know your history. Who Who is this, by the way? I didn't recognize... I recognize the voice, but the name. This is Amy. And I Hi. don't know a lot. Yes. Hi. You were I the don't lady know a lot. military, right? Yeah, I don't know a lot about a lot, but my my whole being before I went in the military, being Roman Catholic, hating everything the Roman Catholic Church stood for, not knowing, growing up in a town of 6,000 people in Michigan, not knowing what I didn't know, but I knew at seven years old something was really seriously wrong and very cult-like. And what you said, the one time that you said it, several months ago about and this other Jewish guy was debating it with me um, and I said no the, the the Pope the black Pope, the white Pope whatever you want to call him uh, <laughs> you know he met with all these, these leaders and I looked it up and you were right he met with all these leaders these religious leaders around the world Buddhists uh, which just recently San Diego the Dalai Lama came and all these Chinese people were protesting mm-hmm. him, saying he is of hate, he is not of love, he's about control, um, and everything he stands for um, is a lie. He pretends to be in peace. Uh, but, you know, and I'm not trying to be a hater of religions, 
Um, I was, I'm a respectful. You don't need to explain yourself on my call. All of this, I ask of all of you to be as candid as possible. I don't yeah. judge that way. Not at all. I, I love okay? the people of relig- other religions, and they've been lied to, and we've been lied to in our own Christian religion. So I am not a hater of Muslims. I am not a hater of Buddhists. You know, I, I'm not a hater of any of them, but we've all been lied to. And I can assure so all of you right now. History. There's I so much history in the I Sumerian, think. and people don't know the reason we went to Iraq and Afghanistan. I know because I was slated to go to Talil Air, Air Base. Talil Air Base in Iraq is the most southern tip of Iraq. That's where, when you were talking about Nimrod and Nebuchadnezzar, that's yes. where the Stargate. The Stargate, okay, there's one in Egypt um, and Iraq. And Stargate, I believe you're right. And I, want to, I want to go a little bit slower because I like where, you, where you're going, Amy. Everyone, if you don't know, let's uh, uh, take, break it down for some of us that uh, that may not know in the Bible. Yeah, the was the first in the book of Daniel. He had this dream and this huge mammoth statue he dreamed about. Mm-hmm. The head yeah. is taken of the Babylonia and it was ruled by Nebuchadnezzar, and it was a bust yep. ahead of it in gold. Right. Yep. Then the, uh, I think the next one was, was it bronze? Uh, that should have been our Persia. One of them. Then Alexander the Great, and definitely the legs and the thigh area is uh, total iron. That is of that Roman Empire, which, by the way, yep. ruled the longest. Cool. And uh, the beast that that was was a leopard with steel teeth. What I'm saying is, even in you interpret the dream, any type of regime is hardship because you are basically a slave to the oligarchy. However, the Roman Empire was the most ruthless compared yeah. to the other rulers. It was like a freak. It was so inhumane. And I'm try- yeah. trying to say Nebuchadnezzar was a great guy or anything. Yeah. Alexander the Great was a sweetheart. Nothing like that, guys. But they even had limits. The Roman Empire was defiling, mm-hmm. and yes, that's where all of this. Um, I kept trying to say, look up. They all, every single pope was a Freemason. Every pope and cardinal has admitted to um, to uh, praying to Lucifer, to Satan, um, yes. and and this is not. I looked at many different. I didn't look at just one. Um, Source. I looked at many different sources and theologians to see if that lined up, and it did. Are we, are we, in fact, living and breathing as we speak right now? And listen, are we in the end days? Is lawlessness, are, is lawlessness we outweighing we should law? We be happy that we know this. So when we see all these signs that uh, we were told in Revelations are coming. And different, you know, they may not come like, you know, um, when it talks about, um, you know, coming in as, you know, uh, different creatures. It may not come as an actual creature. It may be, like you said, an uh, an iron creature, you know, what we have made, artificial intelligence, drones, whatever. The end days is prophesied, and some things are crystal clear, but some things are like metaphors. Or but I'm happy. There's I'm four happy things for the that I time. speak about and that it's prophesied thousands of years ago. Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, when Gog and Magog you know, declares war. 
the four beasts that are going to come up out of the earth, and sometimes they may use the term the eternal sea. The eternal sea is turmoil, it's society, it's humanity, right. it's people. And right when we on. call beast, beast can be nations, which we interpret it yep. as countries. Yeah, totally. And the center of this, the four beasts, they want to rule, but they must take over a particular nation that the city of God resides in, Jerusalem, Israel. Are right. those four kings, in fact, on our world stage as we speak? Yes, it's yes. prophesied in Daniel, the very last empire after the Roman yes. Empire yes. fell. It fractures in ten parts and begins to just, you know, go kaput. Honestly, it ruined itself. It imploded on itself, actually, because it was all too powerful long. I'll, take, I'll tell you right now some similarities of that Roman Empire as they reflect in the last days you shall see the victimization of ancient, ancient Israel and by their defiance of God how they were punished and suffered. That is even in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, again, when lawlessness has increased and the law yes, has vanished. That's what we're seeing, exactly. It used to be a time with crime, uh, pedophilia, rape, human trafficking. Yes. These were all on the fringes of society. They knew they couldn't be in the inner circle, not in society. But when the end days, pedophilia, lasciviousness, lewd behavior, trafficking will take center stage, and those that are just and righteous will now be on the fringes of society. Do we not live in a country where certain states will let minors become sex workers? Can men now marry children as young as 10 years old? And the other weird thing that I kept looking up and trying to figure out is this non-binary people claiming well, to, to change sex between male and female and not claim as male or female. I don't well, understand that. I don't either. Um, well, that that uh, whole Baphomet uh, thing with the goat head and yet it has breasts and, and I, don't, I don't know. They're, they tend to be idolizing this misogyny. Again, all of those things and this is purely not judgmental. I'm just calling it just based on history. All of those peculiarities, those vile appetites, were once on our fringes of society. I mean, let's be honest. Jack the Ripper wasn't out advertising, this is how I killed the prostitutes in White Chapel. Am I correct? Wasn't it late right. at night? He was killing okay, fringes of society. Now... We've turned a lot upside down. Now the criminals are running rampant. Uh, they have a God complex. There's no law, so they're not being punished. Uh, right. Innocent, law-abiding citizens like ourselves, I call us the persecuted saints, we're being hunted. We're being murdered. Mm-hmm. We're being harassed, stalked. And yet we go to bureaucracies and as agencies, and they turn their head as well as a deaf ear. Yeah, because they have given up. And I've heard that from a lot of uh, Muslims. They said, you know, the, the the worst thing that you can do is not have any um, 
any sense of religion or belief system that there's a creator, that's when you've lost. Um, and, you know, they've turned that, um, like you said, a blind eye and the lawlessness. But we, at least if we know this, these things and we get people on the side of don't, you know, keep paying attention to get by this thing or by that thing to deflect, you know, these energy rays or, you know, the EMF or EMPs that are happening to you. Um, this is all demonic. This is all designed demonically in the government, in the military, um, West Point. Um, I looked up the new, um, how they're being trained in the special forces in the Army at West Point by Antoine LaVey and Michael Aquino, who were who set up the Temple of Satan in no uh, no coincidence in San Francisco, right there where the uh, camp, uh, what do you call it, um, the army base, um, Presidio, where the, the Pope is going to set up the New World Order there at the Presidio. Again, so I'm going to keep going that. Um, you, you mentioned that actually, Amy, twice, and I want everyone to reiterate because there could be someone that does, you know, doesn't uh, read the Bible whatsoever. The Temple of Baal, Baal, B A A L, was uh, mentioned uh, in Sodom and Gomorrah time, ancient Israel, ancient, ancient times. Um, uh-huh. It was a temple uh, where that um, I, I believe it was a nymphalm. Um, his uh, his name was Nephilim. Uh, Nephilim. Um, he would um, he built the Tower of Babel, and as you got ready to enter, um, the ancient Israelites uh, turned their back on God. They adopted these newfound practices in religion, secret societies. The Temple of Baal. They really joined to the temple, I believe, as I read the chapter again, in hope. Well, maybe if I practice this religion, it will help my family and I to prosper. So you see, they turned their back from God. They weren't happy with their station, their status in life in ancient Israel. They desired prosperity. And they felt that uh, what Nimrod was um, practicing, maybe during those times he was wealthier, I'm not sure, but they did go to uh, the Temple of Baal, and they joined their various practices. And these practices, again, were outrageous. They would sacrifice their children. Their belief was to literally toss your baby into the fire. You know what I'm saying? Well, Yahshua was very outraged, and he gave ancient Israel a horrible pendant for that. Um, and before punishment was issued, he sent uh, omens, harbingers, which means warning signs. You, you know, as God tells us, I'm, you're pissing me off. You're not acting right. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do that to you. I'll let your land be taken over. Uh, and finally, you know, he just let it all out, his wrath, you see. Well, let me tell you the interesting part about Baal. It was um, Nimrod near Jerusalem. Uh, ancient times. So, uh, like all archaeologists, it was, uh, you know, buried deep in the earth, and it was excavated uh, roughly in the 1930s. And what where was it excavated? The 1930s, yes. The Temple of Baal was dug up. And, Maybe um, that is the Stargate. Yes, yes, and guess who the, the archaeologists were? 
They were from Germany. And where did they take oh, the yes, Temple I of Babel? Exactly. If, if, you see, if you see any old movies with Adolf Hitler, he's standing on it, guys. Oh, he's standing on it. Yeah, oh he's basically on the, um, you might as well say he's on the throne of Satan. Because actually yes. in Hebrew, Baal means Satan. That's right. It means Satan, yeah. So uh, can you imagine what demonic powers, you know, we're infesting. And if it wasn't bad enough, World War II was horrible. Yep. And as you know, the country of Germany, starting in Berlin, was split in half. And guess who took the Temple of Baal then? The Russians. Russians, yes. That would make Eastern sense. Bloc, East, Eastern Europe, the Eastern Bloc, yes. And uh, Stalin, all of the friends. So the original now resides in a museum. And what you have in various parts of the world is a recreation of the Temple of Baal. In fact, if any of you live in that wonderful city, New York City, one was unveiled about a year ago, 2016. I believe they have another replica in London. Wow. And I'll think, yeah, there's a few of them, literally, you know, man-made. And they were unveiling it, you guys, with the curtain and the big, you know, Middle Eastern music, like, you know, like they're going to present a Renoir or something like that. And we're talking about people flock to it like it was the best thing than toast bread. The yeah. Of Satan. These are the times we're living really in. What was behind that? Or maybe they do know, and they're part of the whole, um, you know, Freemason, Lopate, whatever that they decided to to be part of. I yes, well, it, um, if it's going to be a popularity contest, uh, let's just say uh, what we now, the masses, what is bad is now perceived good. Right. What is good is perceived bad. It's true. And our laws. And then like all empires, let's talk of the fifth empire. That would be the, the feet. The feet of, what do they say? Of iron and clay. We know iron is the Roman Empire. Clay is your Islamic. They will what? Do business. But even that will fail because as it's expressed in the Bible, iron is not clay. Clay is not iron. So these two are going to join probably for control domination. They both are forces to be reckoned with, the Roman Empire, that would be our Vatican, as well as the Islamic nations. They're both power-based, but when you get down to it, they don't have nothing, and that's not going to last. And what do they say with the iron and clay? It will be duality, so it will be part strong and part what? Weakened. It's not really going to... If it wants to rule, that might be that might be the new world order of kind of in a weird way, but when you sort of think about it, iron and clay aren't the same. I don't know right. how this is gonna work out. I don't know the powers that be that are are pushing for this new world order if they won't sit down and wonder, will this work out? But I do know what I want to slowly go over and hear everyone's input of the, tonight's topic. The end days, violence, wars, rumors of war, pedophilia, human trafficking, to the point that life can be sold for peanuts. Are we not living in those days? Yeah, thank you for bringing all this forth because it's so important. Is 
And where our schema, where do we sit? Because I know some of you are sitting there, well, I'm, I'm targeted. What does that have to do? It has everything. Being targeted and gang stalked, you think this is something new? This has been around yeah. since ancient times. Right. It really has. We have to focus like I said on before, end, it's a little bit more than boo-boo across the street that's following me or hitting right. lasers in my way. It's, a little, it's much vast and bigger than that. I, I wish, it, I wish it was just that. that. But it's not. It's it's bigger than that. That's right. And, and it's easy to say, well, most of the 99% don't know. Trust me, when your benefits, governmental benefits are rejected, uh, you can't go to a doctor straight or a dentist, the name of the game is money. So they, they know enough to know I can make money off of you, and I'm, I decided to take the money, period. Yeah. Okay? It's, 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 you don't think they're making money off of us, which way they can they are just when you think you have it figured out they have another angle how to make a dump and these individuals will sell their mother for a quarter okay this is not the times in which we're living in to be naive do they want us dead perhaps more than likely yes but But they get more joy out of torture and, and using us in every other way, we can't be afraid of the word death. We really no, we can't. can't. Because that is, that is that. our beginning. We, yes, That's our beginning, our eternity. But what we do here now and what we alert We're people here. of now to, to prepare to not be fearful, whatever they do to you. Whatever they're doing. Let's go ahead and go and expound a little bit more as, I, as many of you joined me tonight about these four kings. Take it a little bit slower. Number one, the source, the Bible. The location, Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39. The war, Gog versus Gagog. Let me tell you, as Yahshua put it, just so you want to know, are we in the end days? When the moon covers the sun, and we know that's an eclipse, and the moon turns blood red. We had four blood moons last yes. year. Yes. That is your Gog versus Gay Gog war. Oh, In essence, wow. it will be globally world war. And the center is not the United States of America. They're still fighting ancient times. The city of God, the only city of God, Jerusalem, and they want it. They want to set up their empire. They want Jerusalem to be the city. Has those four kings manifested now as we speak? I think they are. I think they're on the world stage right now. Has the war started? I don't know anymore with our mainstream media not trusting the news, if, you know what, if we're really even going to hear it, I don't know. Again, things are turned upside down. I missed being a little girl when I used to hear Walter Renschel just deliver the news. The good, the bad, the ugly, I just liked it very straight. And things have changed now. It's very technographic, it's slick, but I don't really get too much news, just a lot of filler. No, yeah, do I feel? Am I getting through? Do you notice it seems times have sped up 
like after, I don't know, maybe the 1970s. It just seems everything has gone so fast. Yes, it has. That will also be the end times. Look, how does that pertain to our own lives? Persecuted, stalked, haunted, close friendships, destroyed, family. Well, we know that we're valuable. That's why we're stalked. We are valuable. We are a threat. And yet we have a purpose, I feel, our calling is somehow to change this. Each person we must have. rise above fear, above fleshly Thank you. carnalities. That's a good way. To, and appetites. That's a good way to say it. It's, it's it's really not about who liked me. I'm so alone. Boo hoo hoo. Right. We're all a lot stronger and more driven than we give ourselves credit. Yeah, now, I can assure you. Just as easy as some rulers would have to do with religion. Let me tell you something real clear. A lot of the uh, factors, the foes against us are members of cults, secret societies. I can assure you right now, they're very legion, and they have a spiritual belief. It just may be the dark dark side, but they do hail Satan. Absolutely. That's right. So I... I do Hopefully God see. will show them the error of their ways and they'll turn from it before their demise. But if they, that's all we can pray for, um, that we bring them to our side, to God's side. But if they don't, that's their choice. But if there's these prophecies that we read in so sketchy thousands of years are manifesting, in, to me, right before my very eyes, their outlook may just be similar to our outlook. Isn't it already been prophesied? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah, just that they want to been, yeah, it's just that there's has been different in the way that they choose to bleed. Make a mutant, then what about our own country? United States of America, beautiful, demo, democratic, free country. Let's make America great again. I will always remember that slogan because the first thing I even tilted my head and wondered, again, that means what it's doing ain't happening anymore. Are we we over? You know what I'm trying to say? It's over as far as insignificant as a nation. You know what I mean? Insignificant. I've made peace with that. It's true. We're not looking on. It doesn't appear that our nation is, to other nations, are green with envy. Uh, We owe a lot of money to some. They're parceling off the land, and I personally believe the U.S. citizens as well. Uh, We we gave a country several billions for peace. Iran with a nuclear weapon. I believe they would use that on, on us, Israel, or anyone else. Yeah. And we made some choices and decisions that um, it's going to take a lot of prayer and a lot of work to turn around, like turning um, the Titanic in opposite direction. You know, that's going to take quite a while. And I don't know if that's what God even wants to happen. Exactly. Maybe we are the other part, part that of I think going about down it. that dream 
that maybe we are just to pray for his will and, you know, pray for his guidance. For That's us all I can do is pray for my nation. I believe, Amy, that all oh. of us on this call are a very good, decent, patriot Americans. We don't hate our country. Exactly. We wouldn't dream of doing what they've done. But as a country that has nothing to do with you, me, anyone on this line right now, decisions and choices that were made that were not very wise. Right, it was the, the uh, yeah. Didn't I'm sorry, my country didn't think fortuitously enough. That's a good word to say. Didn't think fortuitous. You know what I mean? I have nothing against immigrants entering. However, when most of them are 18 to 25, no women, no families, uh, war-torn areas. Um, I'm starting to question uh, illegal immigration or an invasion. You know what I mean? It's the difference. It's this the Trojan horse. I think it's bigger than that because a lot of the things that um, happened during the reign of Nebuchadnezzar and Nimrod in um, Syria, that's, I think there's got to be something bigger, don't you? Why they're all coming from Syria and why there's war in Syria. It's something bigger. Well, that, the, um, those that are four empires that we expressed. Um, those are four empires that we expressed, and everyone, the fifth empire will be the feet. And that is of iron and clay. So definitely the powers of the king of the south and king of the west are united. Well, let's put it this way. I believe the new world order. That's a good way to put it. Order because empire. It wants to be of these, again, fundamentally for power, they're going to get along. But in the scheme of things, it will be both, both strong and weak at the same time. Fragile, right. as they put it. So that when the we know the you know the Roman Empire was anything but fragile. That compared to the previous empires, it even looked at the Roman Empire with disgust. I mean, when it came on the scene, it was pretty low down. Those are the days of Caligula and everything, bestiality, pornography. You know what I mean? Uh, pedophilia. It was bad. I believe it. It's synonymous with what we're kind of going through right now. Pretty disgusting. Yeah, Egypt and Rome were right. And they're together. Yeah. As well as Greece was too. Exactly. Okay, then we have the king of the east. That would be China. A very massive army. Uh, it has purchased a lot of uh, assets from the United States. We're broke, folks. We're broke. A lot has been, in fact, sold so much of America. It's not America anymore. And when they march for Israel, their side of their mouths would be that would be the dragon, the false prophet, and antichrist, three frogs out of their mouth. That's also synonymous with the occult. So we have some occult. We have a lot of occult things going on, too, yeah. when the four kings are present on the world. And that's, you know, slowly but surely. It used to be the fringes of society. We see the uh, the horns and the handshake with, with Walt Disney, as you, you know, now that you know what to look for. They had them, but very subtle, you know what I mean? Very subtle, yeah. and, you know, back in I Walt Disney never, era. But now they're like pronounced, that. you know what I mean? These, these people yeah. are like wearing, you might as well put a mask of a goat, a baphomet on their head. I mean, it's pretty flagrant now. It's yeah. literally in your face. They they might start wearing okay. T-shirts. I'm a, I'm a proud toting Satanist. You know what I mean? They're pretty much in your face, guys. Huh? You know? Yeah. You yeah. Know, um, figuring, it, well, yeah, we're not going to be the hide, hiding in the dark, scary ghost anymore. We're going to be in your face now that, yeah. you know. It's in our face. It's in our face. 
If you're a single female divorced and you have a child, you have my prayers because that foster care system is coming after you so they can what? Take those yeah. kids away for, you know what I mean? That's, That's a lot. That's what I, you know. We don't even have. Lauren, did you ever see the New World's first video that was released and they said the Christians are going to be the easiest targets because they forgive those who trespass against them? No, I didn't. It, I it's did on YouTube and it's like two hours long and um, it came out in 2015, 14, 15. It's really good. Um, but they basically, they need to get everybody in debt. They need to get everybody as quick as possible and then they would accept the new world. Order. So they're really trying to entice people to get credit cards and go into debt, damage their homes. So, you know, you have to fix your home or, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, get people into debt, get people sick, and um, Christians are going to be the easiest group to target. Do you, do you feel, Connie, that we are that easy? Because I really can't say I forgive my uh, – I don't forgive my foes. Now i got to work on forgiveness. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, um, uh, uh, the Lord's Prayer, forgive those who trespass against us. Yeah, I'm not forgiving of these people. They're hitting me with um, biofilm, biological and chemical weapons. Now, that's why we invaded Iraq, supposedly, because they had weapons of mass destruction. When our country is using weapons of mass destruction against their own people, you yes, know, it's much bigger than that. Why we went to war? Much, much bigger than that. They are much hypocrites. Our government has been totally, Our government has been totally infiltrated and taken over by these people. Right. You know, it, but there are more of us than them. Um, Terry, he goes on Ella's calls and Kyle's calls. He wears T-shirts and he passes out flyers. And he sounds like he's having great success. Um, he said, oh, uh, Terry? Terry, I don't know yeah, him. Yeah, Terry, he's a good friend of mine. Oh, I, I, I want him to, okay, I've only signed him to my computer twice since October so they don't cancel my email. But these people, they make me think I'm on the Internet and I'm really going through their Internet. <laughs> so, like, I think I'm on Facebook, but I'm not really on Facebook. Um, and because I actually posted like 10 things and nobody saw them. And yeah, so anyways, I really want the flyer because I will wear a t-shirt. I will pass out flyers. I will spread the word. And it sounds like he's having great success, like a local Harbor Freight store. The manager wanted him to come in and give a presentation about this stuff, you know, about. Yeah, I'm going to try to get him on the line right now. Yeah, so could I, do? I, I would love to, like, follow his lead. Yeah, I would love get him to on do, the line. Like, that's what we can do. We can, there's more of us. Okay, so there's another guy who did a video, and he's old, and his friend was one of the elite members, and his friend said, yes, this is what still needs to be done before they bring in the New World Order. They need to get people as sick as they can, and they need to get them in debt the country in debt. So as our country being so in debt, that was intentional. It was intentionally got us into debt. I think the last good president maybe was 
Kennedy, who tried to expose it and then got assassinated. Maybe Reagan, maybe he was partly good. You know, he got Alzheimer's and stuff. But um, they tend to, you know, I'm sure the presidents are mind-controlled and surveilled, you know. Oh, yeah. um, Oh, yeah. I think that's why Reagan died of Alzheimer's. Um, They have to comply, I believe, to... uh, it's our president is sort of like a, a, a poster child, a puppet, uh, but really the puppet masters, you know, is pulling the strings. And uh, they want this this empire. Purely uh, yeah. speculation of prophecy. I do believe it's, well, the stage is set, and, and the four kings are, uh, some are revealed, some aren't. Uh, we spoke last week about the four horses. They're charging. They're charging. Right, but Obama did so much damage when he was in office those eight years. He passed laws and rules unilaterally when Congress was out on vacation and stuff. And what they passed was some of these are horrible. Um, Really, it's setting us up, you know, in the brain initiative. A lot of this stuff, they call it, you know, um, the brain initiative and experimentation. Yeah, he's going to jump on the call in a minute, so Terry will be on in, in just a second because he's very active in the church, and, um, yeah, he really um, doesn't mind getting, giving out his phone number, but I won't do that. I won't give out anybody's number without their okay. So Yeah, I have given out my telephone number on many conference calls and my email address and stuff. And, you know, occasionally I'll get some weirdos calling me afterwards, but not too many. So, you know, but... I don't reach out, um, and I'm not as active on the calls um, just because I've been going through my own stuff. So I apologize if I'm out of the loop on a lot of things. Um, So, um, but thank you, Lauren, for having this call. This is exactly what I've been praying and hoping for. Well, thank you very much for joining, Amy. We'll continue. But I, thank you. Thank everybody for, you know, being on the same page of really wanting to get to the bottom of all this and really putting your faith where God wants us to put it, and that's how we're going to win. I, and I hope you do. And another thing is using the faith, we have to be active and active enough to get the, the word out because... I know there's many people being targeted that don't even know it. That's right. One of my neighbors, I believe she was targeted. She's dead. She wasn't supposed to die. She was 75. She was, you know, an older. We don't know God's plan either. We don't know that that wasn't God's plan for whatever reason. So it's hard to, to say, you know, we mourn for that. But either way, you know, she's with him now. And we've got to just look at it that way that, you know, he has a plan for everything. And, you know, any evil that happens, um, they, you know, Satan and his followers have to go to, to, to God for um, for the okay on any evil that he's going to do. And judgment is coming. That, that is true. That is true. Well, with her, they did, they did take over her. Several times she was not, it was not it was like poor speech and it was something, something talking and acting through her. 
it wasn't her mannerism, it wasn't her voice, it wasn't something she would normally say. And um, her one I happened people, and their eyes changed. Their eyes were like gray and gray and sort of glassy, and they're not really there. And these people are talking through them, and that's what this lady did numerous times right before she really? died. Wow! No kidding! Wow! Yeah, well, I still believe that God is supernatural. There's nothing He can't do. So things that we in our little brains think that, you know, can't happen, there's nothing you can't do. Right. But these people have all the technology and um, a lot of There's scare tactics. They want to use scare tactics and and freak us out. And the more focus that we put on the evil and what, you you know, what's scaring us or that we get stuck on, I don't want to say stuck on stupid, it's kind of an old term, but we get stuck on, you know, the, the evil because we're so in shock and it's just our, our human emotions. But if we know, okay, that was a, a blip, that was a moment that they wanted to take our attention away from God and what he's doing and be focused on you know, the evil and the shock. We do have to put attention on the evil stuff, but we can't stay there at our permanent home. Right. Let it take up residence in our heart. I think it's important to know when somebody that you're uh, when it's your friend when these people have control of them, they are the and clearly this woman was being taken over. They were they were doing things to get to me. It's kinda of hard to hear you. Are you outside or something? It sounds like windy. No no, I hear background noise. Okay. Yeah. Um oh I see with the planes and stuff. Well, I do think that um we are basically test subjects. But it's our lives, and these weapons of war are crimes against humanity. That's right. We are. And, and think about it this way: um, they can't just kill people, so they're hiding it under experimentation and research and product development. That's the way to exterminate people. Well, we have weapons. We have weapons too, and gifts that he gave us. And it's the book, and it's the gifts that he gave you. Intuition and other gifts. Tap into those things. Use those things as shield as a weapon. Yes, he didn't give us the weapons. He didn't say just lie down and take it. You know, he was angry too, and he let it be known when he was being um, not listened to and the people went their own way and and that's what I've been doing and I needed to come on back so I need to silence for like a long time and go within and see what I need to work on because I had not a lot to work on. I had a lot of anger issues against what was happening. So in 2010, I was always afraid to die but in 2010 I died and they brought me back. And I was embraced by God, and I was and the message I got was I was supposed to stay alive 
and see? Huh? See, that's a good thing. You, the message is you're supposed to stay. You have a mission. Knowing that you're a soldier, you have a you're a warrior. You have a warrior heart. You have a mission. So your mission is to stay strong. Um, do not um, look like you know with Lot. He told Lot, "Do not look back, or you'll turn to a pillar of salt or or whatever." And his wife and his wife looked back, and she turned to stone. And we don't want to we don't want to do that. We want to know that he equipped us with what we need, and he keeps equipping us as long as we keep, you know, consulting with each other and you know talking about you know what we're talking about right now, which is very powerful. We're, you're more powerful than you think you are. He gave you everything that you need. It's just that we sometimes forget that because it's so in shock. Yeah, and so from that event, my intuition and instinct is, I, it was always really good. Say it was 60 or 70%. I was always my instinct and intuition. After the near-death event, I, yep. my instinct and intuition is a hundred times stronger. Yeah, I, I never fear. I, I never fear death. I don't want to die yep. tomorrow. That's a good or thing. But I'm not afraid to die like I used to be. I used to always, all my life, I was afraid to die, and now I'm not afraid to die. And then, that's a um, great thing. That's a wonderful it, thing. And, and and the third thing, the best thing that came out of that event, I have an inner peace and harmony that no matter what these people do to me, they can't break it. And, and if you look, the frequencies that are low frequencies are like depression, anger, yeah, resentment. Yeah, I get that. Higher frequencies are joy, love, inner peace. Inner Thank peace you. because it's the highest frequency. Thank you. And that's what I, um, I have a, a difficult time trying to get to that to those points and work on. I think so I can all get there for a second. I really do. I really do. Um, I'm going to keep continuing um, the other aspect of these, these kingdoms that are across the world stage. Uh, in the meantime, we've got to... Tomorrow, Sunday, July 23rd, 2017, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ingratiate my call tomorrow with Professor Slams Martinez, breaking down the biggest urban scam, the illegal aliens mafia, part 17. You're gang stalked, you're denied your governmental benefits, retirement out, blacklisted from future jobs. Just when you wonder, will I survive? There's another beast that's after us. They terrorize us so because they want our death. You see, your identity's been stolen, and it's being used by illegal aliens. But you're alive, and you're a threat. You can complain. You can send letters. You can do YouTube. Your very life is a threat to this nefarious mafia. Join in the talk show tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Professor Solange Martinez. Host Lauren, always keeping it real, always keeping it fresh. Power to the persecuted thing. Come on.
Go ahead, West Coast Angel. We have a question. Hello, West Coast Angel? California? What was the number on that, Lauren, tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to be on at 6 p.m. Uh, that's um, Eastern Standard Time, 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It's What's the, the same number? talk to you. Right, my same number, 142124. 142124. We're going to keep going down to Collinium. This is the illegal alien mafia of the barrage and mirage of attacks this mafia will create. It's a heavy number, heavy duter, because they, it's a moneymaker. It's got our Medi-Cal, Medicaid, Social Security Administration, Department of Social Services. Those are being fraudulently ran. And there's a, especially just went rampant the last eight years. But they've got an open checkbook and they've got the power. Um, and the citizens were being squashed by this. So we really want to uh, keep tackling this. And we'll talk more about President Trump's voice. Um, it appears he has some agencies that are opening and trying to help us in this uh, save our lives in essence. Uh, as I stressed before, Professor Martinez will be on tomorrow, 6 p.m. on TalkShoe, and that's going to be 142124, 142124. Thank you. King of the South, in Ezekiel 39. Ezekiel. Given dominion to destroy and kill one fourth of the population. Their armies are of many. They have the taste of blood. Their intent is to destroy all beliefs except their very own. Is you go 39, Our, which... Uh, I'm sorry? Is you go 39, what um, paragraph? It's both, it's covered, the four kings, everyone, is in Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39. It's starting okay. with the Gog and Magog war. Following God okay. gives us harbingers, which are like omens, signs. And definitely when the moon covers the sun, that's an eclipse, we've had that. But definitely, okay. we haven't had it in a long time, but we had it last year. The four blood moons is another sign. That is the start of your Gog and Magog war centering around Israel. All that vast land in that area, they have still fought that war. Many have a belief that that the king of the south is from Ishmael, who was, um, Jacob had two sons, the first one by his handmaiden. It's a, sort of like a cousin of um, family feud that's been going on for thousands of years. A part of me really can't settle with that. You mean destruction, mayhem to the world is based on a family feud? You know what I'm saying? However, many wars were, I guess, started for even smaller affrontal. Are we in the end times? Information will run like water. Is water the internet? Yeah, that would make sense. When you say and God, you start war, and may and God, is it a coincidence that it's called Google? I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know about that. I think God, God is God, and I think May God. Uh, but I think he they describe him north of the Black Sea. I believe that's Ru- that's Russia. Like I'm just going purely on you know ancient times and what what, what the land we now know of it. It is. Okay, the bust of Daniel at the feet, iron and clay. I believe that's your your king of the south again, Islamic. Uh, joining hands with the Vatican. We know, we know, we all know for sure. Iron was um, ancient Rome. Rome. Mm-hmm. So, and yet, little information is given to us. You know the power. That it, well, not only the mainstream news, but just watching it, it feels very censored. So if something is exposed, they, you know, they want it to be so. Right. I, I want to I want to look at the news, but until I can hear somebody like Walter Rentschel, I'm really not interested. Yeah, I hear you. I just want the truth, the truth, and nothing but the truth. I mean, I'm getting so far from it, you know. You know, one thing that's important to realize is that I don't know if it was 2002 or 2003, they passed a law, a rule where it's okay to feed propaganda to the American public through the media to make us believe a certain thing. And so we have a certain perception about Russia, but Russia actually doesn't agree, from what I've studied in 2015, um, because I researched the other side, I sort of wanted to be like an FBI profiler and I wanted to understand their psyche and what drives them and all this other yeah, stuff. And good yeah. That's a smart thing to do is try to that's understand right. yeah. your, your enemy, you know, right. keep your, close your enemies closer. So um, uh-huh. I studied them and if what I, if what I researched is true, Russia does not support the new world order. And um, actually, when the New World Order comes in, in place, if it does, Russia and China will align and the rest of the world, Europe, Canada, the U.S., Mexico, and a lot of other countries will align. So, and Russia and doesn't allow Wi-Fi in their schools, so they are protecting their children, where the United States is not protecting our children. They allow Wi-Fi in schools. They put cell towers right next to the schools. And um, if you haven't watched Carol of the Basie's conferences, I really urge you to watch Basie's conference, part one, two, but especially part three. Um, Harold Kotzbella, he's a journalist, scientist, and he has a medical background. And he was hired by um, a European country, um, one of the Netherlands countries or something, to look into why people were becoming EMF sensitive, electrically sensitive, and that's when he covered a lot of information. So the Basie's Conferences, um, 45, talks about our education system in the 1800s. They designed it a certain way so that it's basically to, for behavior control, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable, and then they decide by junior high um, if a person is going to be successful or not in, you know, with their life and their career. And I do believe that is true because I know people who worked really hard and whether they went to college or whatever, they just kept on getting stonewalled or, you know, bullied or, you know, and they're very intelligent people 
and you can't understand what's going wrong, but when you watch these conference bases videos, then you understand there's, you know, these people have been at it. Supposedly, they, um, the Illuminati formed in 1776, and, um, you know, these people have been at it for hundreds of years. And they, and another thing, um, I, I didn't, when I did my research, I didn't find hard proof of this, but um, I, my instinct and intuition tells me that they are, um, they are, um, uh, like they're tortured and abused and programmed at a very young age and by their family members or within their, um, you know, it's part of them. And the more and more that I hear about, um, because I know a few TIs and, she married, like, into that type of family. And then another TI whose family member is part of the Illuminati. It is, that is their MO. They, they torture and then they program their own at a very young age, three, five, six. Um, and, and there is a video about it. There's a girl, she said she was a master trainer. And when the kids wow. would go to Sunday school, they were told to do something, and if they didn't do it right, they got zapped. She said they never did it right on the first time, so every kid always got zapped. And you keep on um, electrically shocking them until they do it right. And But there's others that are sexually molested and things like that. And it, it's a, so that's, their, that's how they program their own through the generations is torture and abuse. Yeah, it's always been fear-based. That was my experience mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. Trauma based. Which is That's why. Point. My point my point my point was we can look at and my daughter dated this guy from Russia. His mother and him and his mom were so smart in math and science that she was a teacher at a magnet school. But they were both really, really smart and um I've met people from Russia, they're very intelligent. All of them I have met were very intelligent. They're very intelligent, they're very hard work, and they're very driven. And I think we've been fed a bunch of lies about Russia. And if all goes, I guess, as planned, as some of the rumors say it, Russia is going to be a free country, and America is going to be a communist country. That wouldn't surprise me. Hmm? And that wouldn't surprise me because I'm seeing that now they're allowing travel to go to Russia and now they're advertising travel to go to Tel Aviv or Israel. So I think there's something to that. Yeah. We could have been fed a bunch of propaganda through the decades about Russia to make us think Russia is really bad and evil and our enemy and all this other stuff. but. Because everything we learned, we we learned from Russia, and we used their scientists. Mm -hmm. We employed their scientists. Everything we got, we got from them. Yeah. And the same thing about communist China. We we perceive China as a certain way because of what we've been taught and what we've been told. And I can tell you, I've met medical doctors and scientists from China through my career, they're very intelligent, they're very driven, um, and, and some of them were very good-hearted people, and um, 
I'm just, I just think that, and one of the people that I shared my office with, she, her family had three kids. You know, we hear, oh, you're only allowed to have one kid and one child, and maybe that's true in certain parts it of the country. Used to be that way, but that's changed because yeah. the population has gone down. So they're actually um, paying um, women or families to have more than one. It used to be the opposite. They taxed them. And, and I think people from China are so much more aware of the dangers of radiation and everything because oh, yeah. the doctor that I shared my office with, she said, Connie, the first, one of the first things that um, a woman buys when she discovers she's pregnant in China is a radiation apron. And after she told me that, I looked them up and say if I wanted to buy it, it's $70. It's very lightweight. It's like shimmery. It looks like it's almost like a nylon, but I guess it has um, maybe some embedded metal in it. But And she says it's not cheap, but it's one of the first things that a pregnant woman will go out and buy is a radiation apron. Now, how many women in the United States are buying radiation aprons? I don't know any. Because they don't know the dangers of radiation because our government has been hiding it since the 1970s or, beyond, or earlier. Antonio came across um, an, a published a newspaper article where the EPA said electromagnetic radiation causes cancer. Non-ionizing radiation causes cancer. And um, then they retracted it. Wow. And he has the article. Well... I think that prophesizing, the prop- that doesn't matter about the propaganda that the news is trying to give us, all players will reveal themselves. Um, they That's the thing of propaganda. They want to steer us uh, always away from truth and create some type of fear and confusion, kind of like we were all... Um, harnessed and placed in this godforsaken program but what they want to do is to keep terrorizing us but it's a cover for uh control uh trafficking uh money means of money and subsequently uh discredit us in death is what i'm saying uh it's up to us to to figure out the truth i don't know if these nations are against us because quite frankly i feel like my nation is against me you know what i mean it's an enemy within you know that's right you know, all I know is to make America great again. We're not, we're not happening. We owe just about all these wealthy countries. That's why they come over here and feel like I'll take this building, I'll take that building, that land, this land. Oh, yeah, give me a million of your people, too. They will be yeah. my slaves, too, like my cattle, my dog, my wife, <laughs> you know. Yeah. We owe so much money. In 2009, they did the census. In 2011, Chinese officials came over to the United States and American officials flew them around our country because China wanted to see what resources we have to back up the debt. Um, so well, Richmond, they own three quarters of the United States. They literally own the parks, um, the national yeah. treasures, the monuments. They own all that. You can look into it um, and ask any park and rec official if you ever go to any park, and they'll tell you who they get paid from, and it's not the U.S. government. Yeah, and they actually own, I think, the water supply for, I think it's in the, in the 
Lake Michigan area. Um, yeah, I think around me. I think you're right, Connie. And then they, wasn't there some peculiar thing they're trying to package air from here? So whatever's going on in China, they can't get no clear air, uh, clean air. Uh, what's up? What's up? They want to, uh, you know, sell sell air, oxygen, air, like we breathe, air. Wow. Well, our air is not so clean because in the chemtrails, I'm very sure they're spraying pathogens. Because the organisms that they're hitting me hard with, I am seeing in nearby towns, on conveyor belts, at supermarkets and stores, and everywhere. So, And people wouldn't know that these are organisms. They might just think it's a black dot or a white speck of dirt or sand, and it's not. They actually, these are actual organisms that can attach to the body and... Um, cause illness. Uh, that would be really good, too. Um, you guys, if you know something? I think quiet is kept. Everybody asks me to get along, but I think these nations are, you know, we don't know, quite frankly, who's going to end in, up in bed with whom. You know what I'm saying? Okay. First, they, you know what I mean? I never thought we would, well, what's the word? We're not at war with Israel, but let's be honest, the last administration voted, you know, that little sneaky thing around Hanukkah, you know, <laughs> at the UN, not backing them. I mean, come on, it's kind of the only democratic country in the Middle East. Wasn't really cool, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know. We don't really know what's going to happen, but if you do watch the Daisy's conference videos, if you watch 46, the interviewer and Harold Cotzella both acknowledged that there is a website, and if they keep on doing what they're doing to the U.S., supposedly 80% of the U.S. people will be gone in the next several years. You know, that gives well, me my biggest fear. Well, although, no, I don't think these people would just say it to scare us. They're trying to reveal the truth about a lot of things, but I think America is being hit, even though this is happening around the world, I think Americans are being hit extra hard. And another thing, I think the uh, op- the opposite side who are doing this to us, they believe that people should stay with their own. And if you look at most Americans, we're mixed. Right? We're mixed. So somebody will be like part French, part English, or whatever. And I'm sure that happens in other parts of the world. But we Americans definitely, many of us are mixed. I'd like to say something, please. Point one, I do believe with the sister that said they check us out in junior high because I was pushed into a gate program because I was excelling and I was a PE assistant. I was a geography class assistant for the teacher. Um, I was um, hitting home runs in softball. This is Cindy in Sacramento. I was a three-point shot for basketball, and I was – first chair flute in the band of about 200 kids and you know I look at what happened to me and at that time I thank my father because he said he I think he pulled me out of gate I think he told me one thing that's it okay and I thank him for that because God knows you know and um, somebody had broken into our home when I was alone one day and it was in eighth grade. 
And so you never know, like you guys are talking about missing kids. Point two, uh, what, what she was talking about junior high, and they check us out to see if we're going to be successful, right? They try to pull me out of home in 10th grade, 11th grade again, New York for 10th grade for Juilliard Music School. Junior, uh, my junior year, they tried to pull me to Stanford for an early medical degree. I was, my father was, he's Mensa. He's a true Mensa. His, his IQ is off the chart, but he's my adoptive dad. And so I could imagine them researching our family. Oh, there's a Mensa in the house, you know? What are the kids going to be like, even if they're not the bloodline? But my bloodline on my mom's side was Tuskegee Airmen and military and Whoa. all this stuff, you guys. So I and just every other person's military and and everything else. And you know, there's a couple doctors, three, four doctors in the family, and I happen to be a black kid. And you know, we were at risk, and any child was at risk. Lock, does anybody remember lock? What is it? Locky kids? What lackey kids? Something like that? Where you're home alone? I think a lot of kids went missing when that yeah. was going on with the divorce rate and everything. But I wanted to say, you know, um, I have had this where my phlegm is from my nose. My nose drop. you know, I've blown my nose and there's been like black specks in it, okay? And I, I know there's other targets that talk about that, that they those, have that. Those are actually organisms. Okay. You were talking the about it, yeah. And if you take red wine and or red grape juice and you swish it around your mouth and you spit and you start seeing brown or black specks, those are actually the nano the microorganisms they're spraying And I you know what? I think that somebody else on the call last night, Lauren and everyone, thank you guys for so much information. I've been blessed by listening. because um, 'cause I'm very alone and it's hard and I know I we all you. get like that. I and hear um you you know, Amy. <laughs> Amy lived in this town before. Amy, tell them, what's this town like? What's this town like? years in Sacramento, and I have seen things come and go, and having worked Silicon Valley uh, myself after the military, and my friend working, still works right across from the Capitol, and senators coming and going, and I got to go there and see a certain senator who has uh, helped me to get the word out on a lot of things and be a whistleblower and not be afraid. And whatever happens, happens. She's and the first is, one that I've met. Amy, you're the first one that I've met that has lived actually in the neighborhoods no, where I have lived. No coincidence that um, that Jerry Brown just went to China. Okay, what governor goes to China? What governor goes to another, you know, Asian or European country. I don't see that kind of money. I don't see our mayor here going there. So there's something much, much bigger, much bigger. And the fact that he got in a second time when he was kicked out the first time when he was corrupt when I was living there. And then uh, oh, he's going to go through for a fifth term. He's talking about rewriting the law so he can go what? for a fifth term. Yeah, and they were laughing. They they almost fell off their seats, but he can do it. He can Gray Davis was that the up. only decent one. Gray Davis was the only one, the comptroller, that had any kind of decency. And I don't understand how, who votes him in. And somebody else is running against him. 
I'm going to tell you, the illegal Mexican mafias, the illegal, not Mexican uh, at all. Oh, yes, by the way, all the entire state of California is illegal alien mafia owned. The entire state of California, as well as Chicago, Coffee. New York, New York, there are, that's, wow. that's solidly owned. Owned. Uh, I don't think the illegal mafia is only Mexicans. I think it's people from other countries. Like even like oh, Muslims. it is. It's Muslims, too. I call them the M&Ms, like the candy, the Mexicans and the Muslims. The Muslims have There's more professional too, Lauren. Oh, yeah, the Muslims got Michigan all turned upside down. They're in the health care, and they yep. are reaming it to the taxpayers with Medi-Cal, Medi-Medi. They are yeah. barbaric. They will, with my sister and stuff, they will stick a catheter in you. They will barely put a local anesthetic. They do not have a IV. It's barbaric. They treat wow. American citizens like they're doing um, operations like on the, like, the on fire an squad of MASH. Yeah. Remember that show, yeah. MASH? I, uh, Something I like crazy. An animal. Like an you animal. know what? Yes. That's what, so true. True. what trust Lauren. I just got out of the hospital, you guys. I just got out of the hospital, and what they did, the first doctor, he said he really did the sutures and the, the cut really well, but you know what? I was in there for two hours, and the police were on the property in droves, and my family is that, okay? And they wouldn't let two pe- three people in my family with clearances into the hospital to see me. What? What is that about? They said, oh, yeah, but you can go in, but you got to walk two miles through the hospital because it's a regional trauma center. It's a huge hospital. And my mom is on a walker. My aunt needs to be on a walker. And my father, they're all like 69 and 89 years old, and they wouldn't let them. And that night was so freaky, you guys. I fell asleep uh, half-closed. I came out of the operating room, and I had put on two gowns because I was so scared that they were going to mess with me sexually or anything. And I came out, and my gowns were just laid on me, on top of me. No kidding. Well, what you guys are saying, I want to let you know in the chat, Guest 6 had said that she that Guest 6 saw a documentary regarding China, Russia, and Israel. They treat their immigrants like crap, especially the African immigrants who attend college. Wow. There. Wow. Some poor migrants who are going there from third world countries get treated bad, especially. They treat their Pakistani neighbors like crap as well. Uh, what the speaker stated is true. They don't believe in mixing, meaning oh, wow. migrants who come into these countries will be treated like crap. Yeah. These are the you workers working the low-wage jobs. It's kind of low-key by certain countries being communist, but the documentary explained their lives living in foreign countries. Uh, I can tell you, though, Gestick and Chaiman, slowly we're fundamentally seeing a lot by laws being rescinded. A lot of our rights and laws have been taken away, definitely being uh, targeted, all rights. Blacklisted is really not the word. We've just almost been erased out as far as getting, you know, help and assistance, uh, even exposing them. And then even that this is a bigger picture. Like it's, it's so many facets to bring this in. You could uh, 
you could have many pieces of the puzzle and it's still circling around a targeted individual. Do you understand? It's, it's misogynist. That's true. You, Lauren, it's, you know what they did to me in the hospital quickly is this lady came in at 6 o'clock in the morning I'm to do my blood. Talking. I'm, what, oh, what did I'm you need to say? Um, they ripped the tape off of me and I'm Medi Medi. They ripped the tape off of me and ripped it so hard that they had to put a special bandage on it because it just burned like somebody poured acid on me. And that's how they're treating us. And that just happened like a month and a half, two months ago. Um, put a yeah, big scar that, on my arm. It, it's really bad. Yes, I believe it. Um, the um, blacklisting and treatment at medical facilities, hospitals, it has a lot of us in our community even scared to go seek medical treatment. But yet I can't quite say don't do that because I'm not a doctor. And if you're very, very ill, you know, what else, what else, what are our options? Um, again, join me in tomorrow's call with Solange. I'm working heavily with her, and I can't stress it enough in the community, this mafia and her research and her proof is valid. You know, this is not just hearsay or conspiracy theory. She has the proof that our identities are stolen, that government benefits are issued to someone in your name, that they subsequently will kill you for your identity and step into your life. Wow. And as we can see, what, yeah, that's what's going on. It's more than just, it's more than identity theft. They want your identity, you understand? They want you dead so they can take over your identity and your credentials. Those of us that went to college, they can work under that, have licenses. I believe T.I. Frank mentioned it on his call once. Say a guy had a drinking or drug problem in another country, he's a doctor. He can come over and spend the right kind of money and walk into uh, a recently murdered doctor and get walk into those credentials. Oh, my gosh. Yep. People for a doctor's license? Yeah, if you have access to the internet, look at the uh, listen to the past podcast because she's going very slowly. We're already on part seventeen. Um, wow. Now, what I gathered, it's not too many electronics so far. Uh, speaking with Solange, that she gets or the victims, but she said it doesn't surprise me. She she was uh, fact very. Um, she did not know about the uh, uh, electronic harassment that we get, the biological. Although, wait, poison, her water line was poisoned. She did get that. So um, they are up to things. And, it, and, and I know it's easy to, you know, once we're in this program, it's like a grab bag for nefarious groups, and they're all interlinked to this mafia. The hospital is all about it doesn't medi medi private insurance it's a it's insurance which means it's susceptible to fraud saying they gave you this medicine and that medicine and they didn't do jack if you're treated badly like cindy just explained any type of bad treatment dirty rooms you're uh, given an aspirin and you're bleeding please make out your complaint to your state um i believe it's usually under health services or either your state district attorney You've got to, for what? Main purpose? To document. Document, 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 complain. Uh, and, and we'll cover it tomorrow when I'll be on the line. If you are one of those that are naive, I don't think anyone's using my identity. If you make about 12000 annually and they kill your job or career, you know, you're just not, you're getting it barely enough to live for the city, try to apply for Section 8 or, or food stamps. And if they deny you, trust me, an illegal is already under your name getting those benefits. 
If you're blacklisted, maybe from workers' compensation, trust me, a legal alien is using those benefits, and they're getting a really nice you How about if you're denied Social Security disability, and they are working under it. They've got to give, because some things require a, a, a U.S. citizen first. Social Security number. Uh, California, that uh, De Leon, what's his name? Yeah, Senator De Leon. He basically Mm. goes, look him on YouTube. He's already saying, got a dude. I'm going to do his voice. You got a dude. You got a dude. Come over illegally. You got to get a Social Security. You got to survive. He's basically telling them, still in the black market. I mean, he's in your face saying it. Really? They reported and said that they stole Social Security numbers. I have to be careful how I talk about them because I'm looking on the good side of them that they will, I'm pushing them to do good. I'm pushing them to do good and I have to be careful what I say about those same people because I'm pushing them on the other side on the United um, uh, Field Workers uh, Union and other things like that that support my family. And so basically I have to be careful what I say. I want them to do things by the rules. Uh, They need to do things by the rules and stop this stuff if they are involved in that in the background because it's terrible. Yeah. So, so a couple of things is if you do seek any type of medical care or dental care or lab or hospital, it's important that you write that you do not consent to any type of experimentation or research because if you ask for the privacy policy, I can almost guarantee it's going to say by, by consenting to the privacy policy, you are consenting to HIPAA. And um, research organizations and government entities shall have access to your medical chart. This is what I found out at two doctors' office. They gave me a, a form with one sentence and said, it's a pri- I agree with their privacy policy. I said, I want to see it, and I read them. One, one doctor handed me the pamphlet um, their office staff did, and it was 15 pages. And this is what, what? it said. Another one, they wouldn't give me a pamphlet. They had a binder, and they wouldn't let me take copies. They wouldn't give me a copy of what was in the binder. So uh-huh. I started taking pictures with my phone, but essentially it said the same thing. So when you, if you, although they're trying, they can do this covertly and illegally, they are trying to get people unknowingly to consent to this stuff. And through HIPAA, that's how they're doing it. And another thing that's really important, when Antonio and um, Tyrone were doing peaceful protests and attended um, a Department of Health and Human, uh, Human Services public meeting, they wanted to change it. So uh, when you go into a study, you sign an informed consent form, but, and it, it says human subject. They wanted to take the word human out of there because they wanted to consider a subject. It could be the person, their DNA, their blood, their urine, whatever, their biological stuff from that person. So they're trying to take the human out of it. Um, wow. And, and another thing, a lady handed um, Antonio a 30-page presentation. She says this contains really important information. Well, he read it and he scanned it at a UPS center. He sent it to me and Kate, Ryan, and a couple other people. But basically, one way they can get your consent, if you don't sign one of those privacy forms, is completing a survey. So how many times do you ask for, you know, your help by AT&T or somebody 
and they say, oh, fill out this survey, stay on the line, fill out this survey, or um, go to a store. You can win $5,000 or $1,000 if you fill out this survey. Well, they're getting it. How many people read the fine print when they fill out a survey? I don't fill out surveys anymore. So they're using surveys to get people's consent. So although they can do this, and another thing, um, I think regarding what Cindy was saying, um, I don't know if it was her saying one of her family members was a Tuskegee Airman, but historically in the wars, they have used soldiers and military to mm-hmm. experiment on them. And I firmly, I firmly believe that they also experiment on their family members because I can tell wow. you, yeah, my father was in the Korean War, but he says it wasn't really a war. It was more of an occupation. Um, and he, and supposedly in the Korean War, they experimented on them with radiation. My father doesn't know this or say this, but I found it out from other sources. And he married my mother in Japan. He met my mother and married her. And um, my mother has never grown hair on her body, like her legs, where normal people would have hair. She doesn't, she's never had hair, but in, in, I just look at things throughout my life and I can say, did they experiment on my father? Yes, I believe they did after he left the military too. And did they experiment on his wife and his children? I believe so. And so I do think if you have family members in the military, you might want to look into what war they served in and and, and find out what experimentation went on. yeah, um, I know with Tuskegee Airmen it was syphilis, and they're not doing that to probably all of their family members, but they might be doing some other type of experimentation. I have two great uncles that were Tuskegee Airmen, and I think the research thing was in Tuskegee, Alabama. But yep. um, what is the um, – my father, my biological father was a Korea War vet, and um, he went to the VA for treatment, but you know what? They tried to get him to go – in his local city, a little town in Mississippi, and he refused to see the local doctors, refused. So he just chose to pass away. He yeah, just mine did, did not want to go. The Korean War. Mine did too. My uncle okay, did. that's interesting. How many more people have anybody in the Korean War Actually, on call? two of them died from the Korean War. Two uncles. Anybody else have a, a dad or mom in the Korean War? <laughs> That might be a pattern. No other family members, not my family. I'm the only one, except my brother was in the guard, but that he didn't really serve any duty, more time. Lots of vets became pro uh, targets of this program when they came back from Vietnam. Yeah, that was just that was when it really got became more apparent and horrendous. But before that, it was covered up pretty well. So with with Vietnam, what wasn't the t- experimentation LSD and Agent Orange? It could have been other things too, but I think those are the two oh, yeah. that it's in for. The, the occult really became um, the forefront in the Vietnam War. They used occult practices, um, astral projection, um, um, cloaking, things like that, like the Philadelphia experiment is a cloaking type of thing. 
It could be invisible. It could be appear and disappear somewhere else, a person, a thing. Uh, another thing, a friend of mine, Tanya, in California, um, I helped her look up her frequencies, and her frequencies are licensed by Airbus, Airbus International Fatcom Military Government. Airbus is the airlines. No, no, but I believe the New World Order's military is Airbus International Military huh. Government. Because if you look at the words, it's there's Airbus, but then there's International Military FATCOM, Satellite Communications Government. <laughs> so anyways, um, her frequencies are licensed by them, and they by far license the most. So FCC auctions off frequencies to the highest bidder. Airbus wow. by far owns the licenses, the, the most frequencies. Airbus has holdings in Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, like all these government contractors. Yeah, Boeing. <laughs> I I don't think Airbus liked me <clears throat> tying her frequencies to them because she started sending emails to the FCC, the CEO of Airbus, I mean constantly, not like one I'm saying daily for months and months. <laughs> You know the, the the executives and the board of directors, like because they were directing the frequencies that were hitting her, being directed at her. Are I'm like, glad we have all these smart people on. <laughs> this is really, I, I'm really absorbing this. And, and they came at me hard, harder when I tied her frequencies to Airbus. It, it wasn't easy, and it took me a few uh-huh. hours. It went in their call signal is like WB36, uh, offshore satellite communications out of Southbury, Connecticut. I'm in Connecticut. I was wow. in Maryland. I was in Maryland when I found the information. And oh, I don't Maryland know. is a hub. Oh my gosh. And I don't have to really experience some things in Maryland. And I didn't have a, a smartphone, but she does had an iPhone. So she was like taking pictures. And then I looked up her frequencies on FCC's website, and uh, it fell into the range of military and medical experimentation. Other than being tied to Airbus, I could tie them to military and medical experimentation. And so the information that I obtained for her was really important, but she can't get that same information today off the Internet. And FCC stonewalled her. Oh, wow. And Airbus never responded. But I don't think they liked it. They came at me much, much harder. And they really showed me the things that they can do. They can start a blazing fireplace with nothing in the fireplace. Um, They really showed me what they they can, showed me they could control the weather. They showed me that they could control my house outside my house. Mm -hmm. Huh? They showed, they showed I had um, five four-foot-by-eight-foot stockade um, <clears throat> um, pieces of paneling that you would build a tool shed with, and they were leaning against a, a, a heavy grill. There was no wind or nothing, and they showed me how they could just take them and flip them on the ground like nothing. I mean, these people really pulled out the stocks That's and showed me a lot. where they're... Yeah, they're they're like turning into entities, and they can do stuff with their energy. They feed off our energy. 
They showed me that my refrigerator was level and I'm on cement slab. I don't have a basement. I'm in a house. They showed me how they could shoot things out of my refrigerator at me when I opened the door. So so if I didn't know what was going on, I would think I had a ghost. But I know what's going on. I know they're doing it. So when I get healthy food, like sushi ginger is very effective. I think pickled um, pickled um, vegetables and vinegar and stuff are very effective with the tactics they're using. But um, when I sushi ginger or my my seaweed salad, um, because you know if you're being hit with radiation, um, I lived near Millstone Nuclear Power Plant. They gave would used to give us potassium iodide tablets and said if there's ever you know an emergency you're to take and they would give us you know there are two people in my household and they gave us two potassium iodide tablets take the tablet and start driving away you know leaving the area um and potassium iodide there's potassium in bananas and there's you know iodide or whatever in seaweed um and the japanese have used seaweed for many decades to detox from radiation but they would show me how they could shoot send these things, I would open the refrigerator door and they would come flying at me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they have to use iodide over there, whatever you're talking about, or seaweed or whatever, because those those nuclear plants in Japan, what was it, Uh, Fukushima was one plant and it's still sinking and they still got a China syndrome going on and all those rods are still hot and I don't know if they figured out how to cool that yet and stuff is still leaking out of there into the ocean. And you know what? There were other plants on the west coast of Japan. There were two more and those aren't regular plants. Those are super plants. That's why there's so much nuclear waste because but, um, they were another, another thing people from California think oh we're being contaminated because of the Japanese so they think bad of the Japanese but what they need to know is Harold Coxella and those Basies conferences he explains that Japan refused to buy the GMO wheat from the United States and then Fukushima happened so that was a backlash I believe it was a backlash because from what Harold Costello was saying, that because they refused the genetically Monsanto wheat, this was then Fukushima happened. My aunt lives 150 miles from where Fukushima from Fukushima. Wow. Yeah. But people might look at the Japanese like they think of Fukushima and then they think that of the Japanese like because of what's happening at Fukushima. Japanese people are really smart. I can tell you they're very smart. They are very smart. They're very hardworking and their pride means everything. They'll like commit suicide. If like my mom said when she was growing up, she got to go to high school and college, but not all kids get to go to high school and not all kids get to go to college. You have to be smart and you have to have money. And many kids, because if they didn't go to high school or if they didn't go to college, they would commit suicide. She said she was so sad when so many people would commit suicide at a very young age. Because it's a lot about honor. honor. 
And that's another thing. Although China might own our country, they didn't. Um, one of the one of the people who runs Pink Pagoda, I think he's over in China. This elderly guy. He said, you know, you might think China loves Obama, but he didn't love. They don't love and respect Obama because they knew Obama was betraying his own people. And when you, they don't honor people who betray their own. So although, so I think that's important. Yeah. Um, to understand and learn about other companies. And and another TI shared, the best and most honest news you get is from, like, overseas, like, I don't know if it's Saudi Arabia. or They have more honest world news than the United States does. Oh, yeah. Well, the RT, RT um, news tells a lot. They tell a lot. Do you think Putin tells the truth? Do you think Putin tells the truth about things here? Anybody? I I personally think, I don't know a lot about Putin, but I believe he's protecting his own people, especially the children. And that's not what our president did. Our president is not protecting the children. Um, which just shows they don't want them simply to prosper and thrive. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you would protect your children. Yeah. That's, that's one, thing, one thing about Putin that you think about is the fact that he came out and said that he will not no longer have anything to do with the New World Order. That should well, tell you a lot about where he's headed. Yeah. Well, I believe he uh, sanctioned no adoption of uh, going to uh, because of the pedophile thing over here. He doesn't want their babies that aren't coming over here to be adopted. That's ended up no adoption for Russia. We got we have a pedophile problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no sleepovers, America. <laughs> no Michael Jackson for them. Okay. And, oh no no no. And even France is protecting their children. I think it was mm-hmm. the, um, the emsscientists.org. Um, they put out um, to the United Nations. Of course, the United Nations is involved in this stuff. But they put out a plea. It's 190 scientists and do- medical doctors from around the world. And they put out a plea to reduce um, lower the radi- radiation standards, the exposure and France banned Wiley's in their schools last year, last spring, a year ago. You have such good information, barely can hear you. Um, if you could get closer to your mic, sister. Oh, I said France banned wireless in their schools about a year ago. And China doesn't allow wireless in their schools. So whatever we're told about these other countries, they are protecting their children. We are not protecting the children. Oh, no, no, no. And that'll be on a call I am trying to sketch out. It, it appears to be this child trafficking has a lot of uh, roots in the uh, foster care slash Department of Social Services. 
And um, yeah, it seems sense. as if other nations know about our. And again, guys, I'm not trying to make a joke. It's nothing funny about it. But they are pretty serious. They don't make let's make America great again. I mean, no pun intended. They are not allowing their infants to be adopted here. No. Uh-uh. Well, uh-huh. grab them by the what? If you have so women Why that are going to be that? grabbed, what, are, what are the little girls thinking? That? Oh, well, mommy can get grabbed like that, and they're already being grabbed at school. So what are the, you know what I mean? So well, well, high schoolers it's, it's are a, being accosted in the... I don't know what book this is, but I'll write it down. It is a spiritual connotation. My reference guide point now is the Bible, and I will send a stench upon the land, and other nations will regard you abhorrently and hiss. And we know hissing is like Dracula, you know, hissing, your goons that he makes you. I don't think this nation is happening. You know what I'm really trying to say? It's not happening. You're not funky Well, when all, of, when, all, when all of you're not happening. When all of, I'm sorry. When all of the child um, abuse cases that are international, like Romania and the, the Italy, the, the child ring that was busted, it hit the American shores and fell silent. The investigation stopped. And one thing I can say about Obama was, I mean, he couldn't do anything else but address the D.C. problem with uh, child prostitution because it was right on his doorstep. What was it going to take? I, I, I fear one of his daughters to be taken. But they're, they're practically in the articles showing her oh, nary behind. I, I, I believe the birth of the trafficking, if I research, uh, I was talking to Solange about that. I think that began with Hill and Bill, the Clintons. They went into some <laughs> with social services and foster care. No, I'm not lying. They are the birth of child trafficking, getting access to your child. And wow. um, but this is a good way to bring that out. If there's anyone on the <laughs> line that uh, is, uh, what's the right to say? I would love to have a speaker, uh, sex slave uh, trafficking, or your victim being a mother, and they are trying to uh, separate you for your child, and you know exactly what time it is, trafficking. Um, you can reach me at kwitfield55 at gmail.com, and I'm also on Facebook, kwitfield uh, I know a lot of people with these matters uh, don't know how to address it or uncomfortable. You can use an anonymous name and location. That, that's not relevant to me. What's relevant to me is the truth and uh, and to have the truth exposed. Actually, I'm, I'm incredibly unguarded. So yeah, what can I say? It's not going to make me overall, how do you say, popular. But, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, they your nature special. is your nature. I'm well, unguarded. They got yeah. they they put a special yeah. twist, a special twist on no child left behind. <laughs> you know? And you better believe it. Unless, it's, unless the kid is, like, ugly or something or handicapped. <laughs> Although, you know, in you know, oh. the early days of the brothels off of the Champs-Élysées, the top-notch madams kind of wanted the amputees. Some of those women got paid the best money. Well, they it's a, it's knew a, how to turn a freak into a freak. I'm telling you. Just one of her top girls had a missing leg, you guys. All that time during World War One, Arthur Miller, she made great money. Well, she knew how to package thing. it. Yeah, they really knew how to beautify the grotesque, you know? That's true. Even on the Titanic, when he was drawing those pictures, they were all prostitutes without limbs. 
God. That's what, you know what? That's right. And they would be, no, no, no. They could strut down the Champs-Élysées. And I'm telling you the free, she would be the highest fetching. Can you believe it? They wow. really know how to market. Yeah. I believe on the dark yeah. web, the dark web well, and the dark um, net. It's one I of the tabloids. It's the oldest profession. And I, if I wasn't spiritual, if I, you know what I mean, if I had my calling to be a female pimp, I would be the very best. The very the best. <laughs> I'm so glad I stayed vanilla and straight. I would be something else. I would be the very best. Oh, my God. It wouldn't be be the defiling and rape of women, culture of women. I wouldn't have technology, phantom touch, and touching women. Basically, I would be a madam saying, you're not going to get freaky for free. I would be the best. Well, you know what? I got followed by that guy with the dog again. Again, and I have to show you a picture of how disgusting. Okay, I love the yeah. Lord, so but this man there, is um, so disgusting, sister, that it's just, I don't know. But these it, things it, are being it, done to us, and, and I believe, again, um, exploitation um, renders a lot of money. The name of the game is money. If you just think it's opposite, if you think it's boo boo across the street, if it was pointing a laser at you, it's, it's money. More than that, money is a laser because of it's money. He looks they like he's dead. He looks that we like lose the sign on that we are exploited. It's trafficking. Any every targeted individual, to some extent, it's trafficking. The name of the game is money. money. Real time. Real time Honey. live Honey. live girlfriend. It's got to be. You can have a girlfriend um, online or real time dark web, dark net, um, and you can just watch her all day long. Something just reeked of that. That it could potentially be that you could have a boyfriend on the uh, on the net because these people can't. Sure, get a lot of times guys you meet might be handlers and put you on there. They like to get up close and personal. And what did but Dr. Horton interested, say? Um, yeah, do contact me, and uh, we can do an interview. On, yeah, I'm very unguarded, but these things are really happening. I've had Lillian on uh, in the past. I can talk about what I know. They do like to drug a lot of these subjects. You know what I mean? It's happening, and it's on the dark web. I hope to try to find someone that thinks he's founded on remote neuromonitoring where we're videotaped. I would love to have him on the show. So he can give out that website and we can find that. Um, my understanding is this very big money maker, just like the kitty porn. These things have to be expressed. There's nothing new under the sun. This was going on in ancient Sodom and Gomorrah. This was going on in ancient right. Rome. This was going on I think I think they parade men in front of us or people because there's such a breakdown in society that it was spoken about by other cultures that America doesn't know how to flirt. They don't know how to date. So I'm thinking some of this behavioral modification is that because they paraded so many men in front of me the other day. I was just like, oh, my God. Really? No. No, thank That's you. Like I said, I am so glad everyone listening out there. If I had to go the other way, especially being targeted and how – they have dropped the game, the old profession, prostitution, and it's taken over. One thing, the big mistake taken over by men, and I'm a woman. I would never yeah. have the game this cheap. I wouldn't allow technology. Right. You can do all this, enter the mind, but you want to rape women and children? Really? Really? I would have, 
honey. I'm like little ex- Kim I'm says. not here to get arrogant, but if I ran a household, I would never be short of young ladies. They'd be lining up in advance to where I would be the best. Do you understand? The best. But like I'll little Kim says, how to run it's the oldest profession. I'll show you how like to Like little Kim says, okay. Uh, what's what's this third eye? It's fifty five thousand, and it's thirty five thousand just for conversation. What you trying and, to do? Get it for and, free? And as a madam, I would take personal, uh, you know, personal dates in my parlor. Okay, the the best. I'm telling you, the best. little Kim said I wanted I want some um, deeds to property. She said in one of her songs, she said um, basically. This one, he wanted me to go to his prom, and he bought me a ranch. These people want to get it without, you know, they want the cow for free. They want the milk for free, rather. They want the cow, the milk for Nothing like that. It would never be this horrible trafficking. Never. I'm totally locked, you guys, into the 70s. A woman's choice, his problem, no one's business. That's me. I don't have to harm, you know what I mean? Harm for someone, hamper someone. No, 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 no. Free will. Yeah, that's why this well. whole thing about the, the, they don't like the word dating does not exist anymore. And no, it doesn't. As long as that, as long as that's the case, courting and dating doesn't exist. Then uh, my will to date doesn't exist either. Exactly. Because I'm not going to be I'm not going to be friends with benefits kind of person. Um, oh yeah. That's just my personal choice. I'm just very bitter about that. The way this world mm-hmm. has gone and. How women have the choice to accept what men will put out there. And I'm not well, saying men too. I've, I've got well, men, men too. You I'm have not. these women chasing after men like that. I'm not, yeah, it's, I'm not trying to bash men, but um, our society, we women have more power than we think, and we allow them to dumb us down and say, "Oh yeah, it's okay to just have casual," and yeah, for us to be the aggressor and us to be sexually deviant and and feel superiority and have a little boy toy on the side. No, that is not not how we were made. Amy, and further guests, listen to me real clear. If I went the other way and owned the house, who I am, not only will I not have to force any ladies to work with me, they would be lined up to work with me. Some of them oh, would feel more and working for you has been a liberation. I am treated with the utmost respect. It's the oldest profession. That's right. Your choice. No, well, that's where they way, need to go. That's where they need to go. No They need to go hit the host stroll. Stop, stop having these cameras in my home. And you know it's, what? This is the thing. Is It's going to be the most expensive piece of behind that you've ever laid eyes on because you took it. Because I'm angry and I'm, I'm fe- yep. uh, oh, God. No, there's well, no fury like a even, woman scorned. Uh, really? But for these um, channels, it's not even that. They're drugging innocence. And yeah. they're, like, playing with them, really? Like yeah. a child goes to their toy box and plays with their teeth. <laughs> Do you, I mean, do you understand what's that uh, term Dr. Horton mentions, the pathology of a human being that will play with another drugged, unconscious human being sexually? Isn't that necrophilia? Necrophilia, isn't it like playing with the dead? Or how would that change me? I can just. 
put her to sleep and get in her house. She doesn't know I'm there and do what I want. And it's filmed and I make money. I mean, but what? When you walk out of that, what does that make you? What are you? <laughs> you know, right. it's this all about, thing. it's this. It's this rape. It's this kitty porn. It's this technology. It can do great things, but it is still birth of the devil. Because what did he say? Right. I can fly like the most high. If he's devil is like a cheesy trap artist that could really have floated through the sky, but he decided to fall, and those that follow him just fall. I can enter your mind. Gee, now let me play with your tits and your vagina. Look how you cheapen the technology. Well, this is why, this is why Colonel Williams and Paul Bernardo, his dorm roommate, and the Picton pig farm guy is they're all in the same prison up there in Canada because Colonel Williams was top flight for the queen. Okay. And he was in Dubai messing with kids. Wow. And then he came yeah. home and yeah. then decided, they decided, oh, let's make him commando. He's commando, Amy, you know, taking care of a whole huge Canadian Air Force base. And this is the thing. Then he got bored because that's not good enough. And wartime was so great. And I got to do all that bumping babies over there. So now I can't really do that in Canada, kind of, sort of. So I'm going to go terrorize the neighborhoods all all around the base area and you guys it makes me want to cry the women yeah. on camera begged for their lives she said please don't kill me he was breaking into homes putting on women's underwear uh, has anyone seen this uh, he had no. women's underwear his wife out helped to out him and she had taken pictures of him in the underwear now, where's the wife at? Why is she not busted? Bernardo, and they say that him and, and this Bernardo guy, because they went to college together, they, it's rumored, and they're guessing that they, they traded stories. It was a game. It was a, it, was a te- it was a competition to see how many women they could mess with and how many they could kill, and the two of them in different parts of the world, and they're, I bet they're on the phone. And you should see, it's videos, you guys, in the, in the police department of him on camera on camera, and he looks up into the camera. I guess you got a lot of experience with cameras, dude, because you took pictures of this crap. Horrible. Yeah, I've heard it's gotten really bad in Canada. You have a chance really to fly, fly in the sky, and look what they choose. Nothing but the ground, all of Satan. Look how, the, how it's cheapened. It's cheapened. Well, what did Muhammad Ali say? Float like a butterfly? Uh, what was it? Fly like Sing a bee, like whatever that is. Sting like a wasp. Sting, sting like, like a wasp. Oh, hi, Marcus. Like like oh, hi, Marcus. Yeah. They're cheaping the game. They're cheaping the game. But, uh, and I like, Marcus, your story, bro. You know, just different men that are being accosted. To, uh, I don't want to tell your story, Marcus. I'm sorry. I just, no, I it pisses either. me off. But because Marcus Anna's is cool. If, we, if Marcus and I decided to have changed the other way, Marcus would be my protection at the front door with a team. He know my house would be super bad. I'm not. I'm not here to brag, but it would be. Oh, it would be a class. It would be a class act. Marcus would tell him at the door how much. Well, let me see your bill. Oh, get out of here. You better go. <laughs> this ain't the 
house for you. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. no, no, Marcus, no. Ain't, Marcus ain't playing now. That's a king right there for real. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. If, uh, yeah, if those guys that do that dressing up and breaking into women's house and dress up exactly. in their clothes, uh, if they came to your door and I was there and they didn't know I was there, I would tackle them to the grass and knock them out and call the police. They're just disgusting. Like, this man, what he did, and you know what? They never could perfect. prove, you guys, they could never prove death porn before that. They never, what is it called? What's that porn called where they kill no. them? No. What is it? Snuff film. They never could prove it until they got his films. And then, then it just poured forth, and then you got the guy that killed the China guy, the Chinese brother and did all kinds of awful things. And you know what? They trailed that one. He sent body parts around to the Canadian politicians, and this is the thing. He went over there and went overseas to sell the snuff film. And that's all. They're all sitting in the same prison. Why is that? Why is that? Why did they transfer them? I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, no, no, that's okay. Is it the same as the black tie? I just heard of the black tie uh, pedophile circles or pedophile rings, uh, and that's what they called them, was the black tie. And this lady was on Dr. Phil, and she was talking about being human trafficked for like 20 minutes. And then after that, uh, and she said her whole life, and it was wealthy people, even Hollywood, uh, people she's seen in the media, the media. And uh, then after that show, uh, the Dutch uh, TV network cut Dr. Phil's airing off of their... Uh, airing his show anymore. Wow. Because they're involved and they've got the, the te- Teal, what, what's the lady's name? That's a, a, a marriage family child counselor in, in Holland and she's on YouTube telling her story about how she was molested by priests and everything else. And she has a beautiful name, Teal or Till something and um, she tells all hours and hours of how she was terribly treated as a child and she knew she knew the names and everything else and look at look at the girl um the girl in scotland um google holly grieg because she's she was mentally retarded or something and she knew the addresses and the names of the people they were cops and their wives, they were marriage, family, child counselors, they were all these different kind of professionals, and they get off on mentally retarded girls and boys. Uh, yeah. And they put her, her mother tried to tell, and um, they put them both in mental institution or tried to lock them away. They, they do that a lot. That's a cover. They use the mental illness to, to quail and shut people up. It's really well, horrible. What gets them off on torture? Like, no one... I, I miss the old uh, FFCHS because that was freedom for... Or what was it? Uh, freedom for... for surveillance? Uh, yeah, okay. But then the new one is PAX, and it's people against covert torture, right? Isn't that what it stands for? Mm-hmm. I don't, so, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it stands for. But it, 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 again, again, this so-called sophisticated, state-of-the-art technology, and they torture, they cheapen, you know, cheapen. 
I wonder our perps are getting our perps are getting a whole earful right now. How many people are on this call? And then we got about ten, twenty, thirty people listening to us in our homes. Are you liking this though? Do you know how much trouble you're going to get well, in? It's, it's, you know, I don't I don't run a, a, a brothel, but if I did, it would be it would be considered very pathetic watching. It, it, it brings it on home. How you know? But it's the peeping tom. It's a, it's a high end peeping tom with the technology. It's pathetic to watch others. But you know, you know what, Lauren? I the guy TIs. They have chivalry, and like what the guy said earlier, if I was there, I would tackle them to the ground. Uh, you know, Kyle and others, they're male yeah. TIs, and they still have the values that you're supposed exactly. to protect women and children. That's Thank something that people don't have. They don't have empathy. They don't have no. compassion. And they don't believe in protecting women and children. Um, no. But my TIs, if you're a true TI, I, I, that seems to be something that they didn't change in that person, that, uh, the value that they were. Because you're taught that when you're very young, when you're a guy, is protect the women and children. And so uh, I, I appreciate hearing that because you don't hear, you don't, I, I don't date. And another thing, these perpetrators, when they, with my email, they really use that to give me messages and try to lure me. They sent me to harmony.com, match.com, Christian singles. I knew they wanted me to date. And then they had my neighbors asking me if I was gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they, you know, they do that, honey, because um, sometimes as targets, they try to shake some guys in your face, and, you, you know, you're not fighting. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling them. And for well, whatever reason. But whatever then they'll then no, what they're figuring out is maybe you like the woman. So then now they're gonna yeah. try to shake some, you know, big kitty woman at you. Maybe you don't dig that either. <laughs> one walked up to me in they Walmart, you guys. One walked up to me, she just kept on the I'm like, Oh my god. What? Really? They'll, they'll do that, yeah. Yeah. They'll try to do they, that with her. Yeah. They and have this is, it's the same approach, but, you know, a woman's going to be a little cooler about it, smile, or, you know, you know, say we should have, you know, fruit smoothies after you work out and stuff, but you can feel the come on, you know, because they're the eyes, trick eyes, you know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I mean? They you can see it in the eye. It ain't, it ain't going to be no platonic, you know, sister in Christ going on. Anyway, I didn't mean to say it like that, but, yeah, maybe I did mean to say it like that. Because they the lust is in their eyes, the lust is heightened. And it's you know. disgusting because Walmart's operating cameras, so they must be getting all that on them. Well, you know, we had Kevin the past few months ago, and remember, they'll do it sometimes for free or drugs, which I could, I could get not phantom doing this for free. No way. Isn't there a way? Isn't there something about you go in a store and you got to be um, filmed? Don't we have rights that we were not going to be filmed? I don't well, know if we have those rights just in public that. security, but not in our homes. That's the peeping tom and the privacy of our homes. That's the illegal surveillance. I think bad yeah. security reasons, I think they do have rights to film. I thought, okay, for the remote surveillance with uh, electroencephalogram um, scanning our energy field off of our nerves, uh, the only thing that'll stop that is uh, a radio jammer, and some some uh, dipshit in our hmm. government made it illegal to own a radio jammer. Um, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. I have. I've heard that, you guys. Yeah. 
I have. Because it, I think it, it can yeah, jam more people around you. I don't know. It can jam their signal, but other people's signals? Is that what I'm getting, that aren't even, like, harassing you? Well, if you it, have it, you could modulate it so that and mass produce it so that it would only go within the, the area of your home or your property. And then if, like, they thought you were a terrorist, that's what they love to say about TIs. Yeah. <laughs> then, oh, yeah. And then if they said you were a terrorist, they could still use uh, uh, heat thermal sensors to override the radio jammer. Oh, my gosh. And, and Has anybody you seen... make a radio jammer out of a cordless phone, or you can use a remote control to a TV, and it's really easy to do. You just have to, like, oh. take the off, and you take a cut of wire, and you run it zigzag, and then when you put it back together and everything, you keep on pushing the volume up and down buttons, and it sort of jams the big signals. <laughs> what is your name that you go by, ma'am? I'm Connie in Connecticut. My last name is Robinson. Hi, I used to work at the FDA. Before I worked at the FDA, I worked at Pfizer. Before I worked at Pfizer, I worked oh. at Marinette. I worked in the healthcare industry for over 30 years. Um, I know a lot. And I'm not afraid to say who I am because of what they're okay. doing to me. When I don't you worked at the FDA, um, what, what was your experience there? What did you see or experience the biggest mistake that I made was going to quitting my job at Pfizer and I have very specialized knowledge and set of skills I do electronic submissions to regulatory authorities before when they used to get drugs approved wow. they used to pay for binders and it would like if you want to approve Lipitor or Viagra it would fill up an 18 wheeler and they would have to drive it down to um, the FDA but now everything's electronic but it needs to follow standards and format standard formats and everything like that so that's my area of expertise I'm not a medical professional but I worked around a lot of them and when I was at Pfizer I acted as a research assistant to a medical team who is trying to get a drug approved that didn't get approved on the first go around now the drug was called Geodon or Zaprasidone. And it's what is it for? It, it's for um, schizophrenia. It's an antipsychotic drug. It didn't get approved on the first go around, so they were trying to get it approved again. And I actually did research, and I read many summary bases of approvals for antidepressants and antipsychotics. I can tell you, it's a very dangerous class of drugs. And they're it's called Geodoxin. Geodoxin. What is? The drug for schizophrenia, Geobox. The drug that I worked on was called Geodon, G-E-O-D-O-N. Oh. So what they're trying to do is induce things, right, more or less? They're so trying to get something to something, and then it will produce some other side effect. They're trying to get as many people as they can on these antidepressants and schizophrenia, you know, that, uh, that antipsychotic type of drug because they know what frequency to send to control them when they're oh. So they're handing them out like candy to kids. Now, I can tell oh. you, this class of drugs has a very high incidence of sudden cardiac arrest. Oh Not only sudden cardiac arrest, but other adverse events. Many of them have black box warnings. Um, well, if you tell that to the doctor that's trying to administer it to you, they're just going to say, no, it's less than 1%, and we checked your vitals, and you're fine, and they're going to check your vitals and tell you're gray-haired and dying in a mental ward. Uh, okay, there's, there's wind going on. There's wind and interference, and I can't hear your words. 
I said, if a doctor put you on Geodon and you said, doctor, I'm complaining about the side effects of cardiac arrest, I'm having tightness in my chest, then he'll either switch you to another antipsychotic or he'll say, no, your vitals are fine and less than 1% of the population suffer from cardiac arrest from Geodon. That's typically what a doctor would say in a mental ward. Okay, but these doctors get benefits. And they get benefits yeah. from the patient. They get it from you know, treating the patient. It's like kickbacks from these pharmaceutical sales reps. And um, some people as they can sick and on prescription meds. And I want to hear more about that. Hmm? I want to hear more about your experiences there because this really sheds a lot of light on uh, what uh, a lot of a lot of people's experiences have been. Directly or indirectly? There, there are people at the agency who truly believe they are trying to make sure that no. there are safe drugs on the market. There are people there who are deliberately harming and trying to kill off the public. I, can, I know that. Yeah. You know? And that, I don't work there anymore. And the biggest mistake of my life was quitting Pfizer and going to work for the FDA. I missed my daughter's senior year at high school because I was in Maryland doing my first doing working at the FDA, and she was still here in Connecticut going through her senior year of high school. The biggest mistake, I, I didn't know that when you go in as a civilian employee, you're almost guaranteed to be a guinea pig. And then I started observing, and I started finding things. I know things. I know some really bad things. And yeah, if I told you them, do. they would not want to take drugs, or they would think twice about taking drugs, because I know things about the data. Could collecting. you be on the call tomorrow? Because um, that Dr. Mm-hmm. Martinez is going to be on there, I believe. And this is really an area that I'd like to hear more about because I know I've been reading and researching about the drugging of America and how it seems like 99% of the population they want to slap the label of mental illness, depression, postpartum, whatever the case may be, bipolar. No, it's not that high. It's like maybe uh, 10 or 20%. I don't know. I would disagree. I mean, she's the expert, so I would I would lean towards her expertise. Well, they don't and, Promoting Depression. and trying to get people on are highly addictive, and people have a tendency to commit suicide. I'm telling you, this is a dangerous class of drugs they are trying to get people on. And they tried to get me on one of them when I got zapped at my FDA job. I know way too much. They spend a lot of uh-huh. airplay, helicopters, drones, 100 drones, aircraft. They do surveillance, they monitor me 24 7. They don't only monitor me, they're trying, they radiated me, now they're hitting me with chemical and biological. I know way, way too much. I know more than what I said in my whistleblower complaints, you know, like what I revealed in the whistleblower complaints. And you know what? Um, Agent Wittig, what he said to me is, Connie, do you know who ultimately makes a decision on whether we go forward or not? And I said, who? He said, the commander-in-chief. Who was the commander-in-chief? It was Obama. When I was in a, a private room with uh, Seriously? Seriously? Hello? 
Hi, Connie. I have you unmuted. I'm sorry. We had some um, background noise. Uh, go they ahead. They don't want you to hear what I'm saying. They don't want me to tell. what. I, they don't even know what I know. Maybe they, they try to probe my mind. They don't know everything I found out when I was on my journey. And I'm telling you some bad stuff. Wow. It's just horrible. I, I don't know who to reveal. I don't know who to trust and reveal everything that I know. I don't know if it's somebody in Trump's administration. I don't know who to tell. I don't. I didn't trust Obama and his administration. Thank God I didn't tell them everything I knew. Well, you're the res- we'll, we'll call you the resident expert on this in this area because you're, you know, everybody's got um, some really great skill sets and you have your area of expertise. And I, I really, you know, would encourage you to, to come on um, the calls tomorrow with um, what Lauren said and then um, on Frank Allen's calls that he has on Wednesday and Friday and share this and We'll figure it out who to brainstorm, who to get this to. I mean, I work with senators. Um, I haven't in a while, but I will be because there's new appointed ones that I think may have a fresh set of eyes and ears. Um, So it's not, you know, as you said, FDA is across the board. It's federal. It's not state. So, you know, you've got some valuable experience, and they want to shut you up, obviously, because they're making noise on the call. Yeah. But don't let that deter you. Don't back down. And they do that um, on a lot. They've done that on a lot of calls. Derek's calls, other Karen's calls. Every time I try to, to reveal something a little bit more, they stop. They do that. They'll they'll yep. intervene. And, and they don't. Others know what I know. But what I can tell you, I was in a conference room from somebody who was from the White House. She was very high had a high position at the FDA. You know, they consider they consider veterans. Um, what was the word? Um, I'm a veteran. <laughs> Liability. I don't. I don't want to insult. I don't want to insult you. They are the. No. Don't don't feel like you're insulting me because I've okay, they heard are, it all. Um, we are guinea pigs. Starts with a D. They are degenerates of society. I said, excuse oh, me, my we're father's degenerates of society. Really. Right. 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 So this is somebody very, very... Well, if I was a degenerate society, how did I get employed by Hewlett Packard, NEC, you know, all these big corporations and have all these high levels of experience and level jobs that were, you know, clearance level type jobs working with government contracts, high level, big money government contracts? I mean, not like... You know, pennies, we're talking billions of dollars of contracts. Right. So don't take it personally, but no, there's, I don't. Other, there's other people. When Americans were losing their homes to foreclosure, there was a bunch of Americans out of work, losing homes to foreclosure. Yeah, I lost, I lost my house where I had to oh, okay. sell it or get foreclosed on. They were, they were hiring. They had a lot of open positions at the FDA because when there's a budget, when there's a budget, financial budget, um, when they can't spend any money, the FDA can still spend money. The, their budget is, like, not affected, right? So they have a black budget, money. right? Well, no, it has to do with... No, because it's health and human... It's supposed to be protecting... Health and human services, money. I was just going to say. Right. CDC... So, Right. So, um, and my my complaints and emails went all the way up 
Kathleen Sebelius, who was the secretary, and Margaret Gamberg, and um, who was the other one. Well, well anyways, it, my complaint and, and information that I was sharing went all the way up to Obama, you know, but, uh-huh. um, but they will never acknowledge me as a whistleblower complaint because they don't want what I was saying to be, to be public. And the other thing is they know that radiation harms, and, and harms people because their own employees are becoming EMF sensitive. And when I became, got zapped in the temple and instantly became EMF sensitive at work, they, the, the vice president of the NTEU said, we have EMF office space available for people like you. But instead of putting me in that, in one of those offices, they put me, they paid me 110 grand to sit at home for a year. What? So they didn't want you talking to other people. Yeah, they wanted they wanted to target and torture me. They wanted to try to kill me off. (laughs) While they working for them in your tough um, Excuse me, one second. Uh, We've got a few people, Connie, that might have uh, questions for you. East Michigan, you're on. You did star eight. Did you want a question? Yeah, Connie, I just wondered, um, uh, since you work so close to, um, you know, the government and stuff like that, did you, are you familiar with that hospital called um, St. Elizabeth's? It's a humongous psychiatric hospital and um, research facility in D.C. I'm not familiar with that, but hospitals who have affiliations, Okay, I want to say one thing that's really important. I don't know if it's really passed or not. Supposedly, Obama passed a law that said you no longer will, in 2007-something, uh, you'll no longer need the person to give their informed, find an informed consent form, and IRB can make that decision for the individual. Now, that is very scary because an IRB can... Yes, it is. Of, of a, I read that in uh, 2009. He enacted that uh, anybody could um, admit someone to a psychiatric unit just by someone's word. Okay, but does anybody know if Elvira got out? Because my friend Tanya, Derek sent an email and said, please call um, Elvira and let her know that you care and support her. And so my friend called Tanya. I mean, my friend Tanya called Elvira. And she said, oh, "Well, she's on the list in the call right now. Uh, we are we the people." Oh. So I was wondering if she was free. Okay, well, I have a few people that want to chat. Let me um, let me get to a few people real quick right now, guys, and then we'll uh, answer it. Are you finished with your question, East Michigan? Uh, yeah, essentially I am. I just wanted to remark, too, that they're um, using that facility and a lot of psychiatric facilities um, actually to uh, imprison people um, as political prisoners. Wow, horrible. Yeah. Are they still practicing that right now? Well, I would imagine they are. I only recently learned about that St. Elizabeth's. This this hospital used to initially have 7,000 beds. It's now got 8,000 beds. I mean, Whoa. this place is massive. St. Elizabeth and what, Elizabeth. and it's in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Everyone, uh, let's write that down. I'll put it in the chat. St. Elizabeth, Washington, D.C., 8,000 beds. for. Is it a mental hospital? 
Uh, initially, it was for the first 7,000 beds were for mental patients and mental um, health um, research. Mm -hmm. They get grants and such like that. Um, I think the place has been around at least, I think, since the 50s. I, I may be misquoting that, but it's been around for quite a while. And uh, I guess, you know, pretty hush-hush. I mean, like I said, if I only just recently heard about it, you know, and it's that huge of a facility, you know, it sounds like something that's kept pretty quiet, and that's where they throw a lot of political prisoners. So, uh, you know, where they can do a lot of um, research, like what they do with um, people in the psychiatric um you know, who get caught up in that. So yeah. um, there's there's many other um, psychiatric, you know, um, uh, prisoners um, around the country. I just had a friend that was in, that got forced through the court system to be put in one, and they were trying to, you know, put him down too. But, you know, he's a really intelligent guy, and he got out of it, thank God. But it basically was um, a maximum security prison with complete with guards and um, razor wire fence all around it that they were masquerading as as a, um, a psychiatric facility. Oh, my gosh. Can yeah. I say something about that? Uh, sure. Let's see. Are you uh, Andrea? Yes. Oh, good. You were you were next in line. I was about done too. Go ahead. Uh, you guys, I'm going to get to a few people, including We the People wants to speak. So we want other people to ask their questions. So um, then different, you know, give them a chance to talk as well. Go ahead, Andrea. Uh, I just want to say that um, I used to work at Microsoft, and I got I got magna cum laude in college when I got my BA, and um, I was I was put in a psychiatric hospital three times for a total of two and a half months, and um, I got that kind of treatment exactly what you just said, and um, they they actually um, did experiments on me and lobotomized me and brain chipped me to take over the lo frontal lobes so that it's just the white layer of the brain that works now and they can read every thought I think. And um, um, they also um, raped me at my doctor and took tissue in the rape. And um, I think they cloned me and sold me several times. So, um, uh, it was a big, big, huge uh, money maker. I think I probably brought, you know, tens of millions of dollars into my valley where I live for people doing this. And everybody knows about it, and everybody looks the other way, and everyone is just, you know, they're just they've bought into the idea that that I'm just a piece of trash and to be used and that, that that this is the way the society is going now they've accepted it and yeah. um, did you disclose something that they were afraid of disclose you disclosing is that why they I, I i met an illuminati person for two days and they put me in this oh, right. they they immediately targeted me because of my looks and they wanted to clone me so they did it for the dna and um and the tissue and they are at the highest levels oh my, oh my god goodness. i'm so sorry that happened I'm to you that's so that's the worst that has got to be the worst case i've ever heard oh yeah. I, I, it goes on and on and on you have no idea what what's out there it's like the, it's like all the horrible stories of what's going on underground in these underground bases it's suddenly above ground now, and they can do it in secret, and nobody exactly. knows that it's going on. 
It Why is, again, we, like I said, it's, it's, we're going back to ancient times, as I spoke about. Again, yes. defilement, certain matters used to be on the fringe of society. But we flip-flop like ancient Israel in ancient times. Now the bad is center stage, and righteousness and law is on the fringes of society. They I think you the reason why they were going to do those procedures on you? No, they just, they coerced me into everything. They told me things that you cannot believe. I had a psychologist, I was at the psychiatric hospital and they were doing a, a regular physical. And in the middle of the physical, the doctor looked at me and he hadn't said a word and I didn't know him. I'd never spoken to him before. He looked up at me and he said, people don't get tortured for no reason. There's always a a reason. Now now that's that's ridiculous. They get tortured. You don't have to have a reason. They're just available, accessible. I want you. I hate you. Your looks. Whatever. You're a woman. (laughs) Whatever. That's ridiculous. The psychological mind psyops that I've been through are in places that I cannot even tell you how horrible what I've been through the satanic ritual abuse and they put me to sleep and they keep me awake. They put me to sleep while I'm trying to drive and I have to pull over. I mean, they are doing doing things to people that just are outrageous. This is outrageous. This is is satanic. It is. I, I was definitely, they thought backwards through my brain with a Satan, satanic entity. I mean, it was, it was so intensely horrible, and the, they t- tortured me to suicide and no, broke God. my brain. They shattered the, my, the, white, the white layer of my brain so they could reprogram it. I've got an MRI of that. Oh, my Whoa. God. I'm so Andrea, sorry. thank you so much. I'm so sorry, and thank you yeah. for sharing, Andrea. Yeah. We're going to go yeah. to Central California because okay. we want to get to We the People. Go ahead, Central, okay. Central California. Oh, hi. Um, is this Lauren? Yes, it is. Hi, Lauren. Um, this is Lisa. I'm now in Connecticut, but um, I, I go by Lisa 805. So I was out uh, in California. I've been dying to get on your call. This is like the first time I could ever find it or whatever. What time, first of all, what time do you come on on Saturday? So I um, actually, I, you know, I feel like I did, I did say at the beginning of the call, I am so sorry. I would love, I'm going to take time to tell you guys this. I would love to be reliable the same time, but I have a chronically ill sister, and that's sort of, you know, and Professor Martinez has her chronically ill mother. But uh, I will aim all the time. I'll, I will make a point. 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. And tomorrow we're having Professor Martinez, The Illegal Alien Mafia Continues, Part 17. And it's a Sunday evening earlier, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That would be 3 o'clock in the afternoon for our West Coasters. Okay. Well, thank you very much. That's, I totally understand the NTI myself for uh, very intensely for three and a half years. And before that, I want to say at least probably since my early 20s, if not earlier. So um, so I totally get, you know, you can't be reliable, but I'm just so happy to have some sense of it. And they have me, I think, programmed too to forget because I, I am so thinking that I was humanly trafficked and I've been wanting to get on your show for so long. They have me program every Saturday to forget about it when it's too late. I'll, I'll think about it at 11 no, I, I would love to talk to you further as I uh, spoke. And um, I want to get to, uh, we actually have two more callers and I want you definitely okay. 
to look oh, me up if you are you on Facebook? Because I am looking for that I voice. Know, I, gonna... I can't. I can't oh, Facebook. No, I, I was I was uh terribly um you know, hacked and everything. That's a long story, but um, oh, I do have yes. an email. I understand. I my email, if you can email me or give me your email, I would love to. Yeah, um, everyone, uh, I'll even put it in the chat. Let's go slow right now. My email is okay. K, it's all lowercase, my middle name, K-K-A-Y. My last Wait, name I'm is Whitfield. Sorry, started with what? A T is in Tom? Uh, oh, I'll go slower. Uh, no, it's uh, a K as uh, K as in Catherine with a K. Okay. okay. A is in Apple. Y is mm-hmm. in Yankee. W mm-hmm. as in Water. H is in Harry. I is in Ice Cream. T is in Tom. F is in Frank. I is in Ice Cream. E is in Edward. L is in Love. Mm-hmm. B is in Dog. Five mm-hmm. Five. At gmail.com. Okay, and that was 1K, Lauren, or two at the beginning? Just I'm sorry. Uh, oh, just 1K, yes. Just, yeah, 1K, literally. Okay. K with mail 55. Just 1K okay. is in tight. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm so glad you joined. And uh, keep the date. If we can at least um, converse on email so you won't forget. I, I, totally, okay. I totally am good. But I do have a question, too, for Connie, if I, if I may. I know you're sorry you want to get some people on. But I did have a quick question for her, if it's okay. If I ask Go ahead. Go ahead. A quick question. Yeah, I've been also hearing you, Connie, for a long time on different shows that I listen to, you know, Ellis Paul, different ones. And I admire you, and you seem so intelligent. And I'm also living in Connecticut now, my home state. I would love to meet you sometime. I don't know if you have an email or a website, but um, I'm very interested in what you have to say also. And the main question I wanted to ask you, your honest opinion uh, with FDA, is that um, I have come across a lot of those videos, um, YouTube, from, I can't remember what her name is, and they're probably uh, purposely blocking it or whatever. I think her name is Dr. Lima something or other. She talks a lot about nutrition and how they've taken the nutrition out of our food, good nutrition, and put bad chemicals and stuff in. And she has different conferences on, uh, I guess she's a doctor, a medical doctor, and nutrition is her expertise. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. But um, she speaks a lot on that issue, and I wondered if you had anything to say on that in terms of your knowledge of, you know, um, and so, things like that. She, oh, wait, one last thing. She talks about CODA a lot and how CODA, apparently that has to do with the food that comes into our country and the regulations and how they started allowing bad things to come through and not good things to come through. Well, and I had I'd never heard of that, but I, I wondered if you had a minute to speak on that. Okay. Oh, well, that's Hold on a second, you guys. Let me, let me do it. Yeah, they, don't, they don't want her to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, let me go ahead. Um, Okay, Connie, can you hear um, Central Coastal California? Yes. So I I worked in the area of drugs. I didn't work in the area of food. But what was interesting, they would have people from the area of drugs do details in the area, I mean, do some food, do details in the area of food. So I did did find out some things. Do I believe what that, I, I don't have hard evidence of what that person was saying, but do I believe what that person was saying is true? I do believe it's true because I know the things they're doing with the drug information, you know, yeah. and, and drugs. And so do I think they are 
trying to make our foods less nutritious, um, less minerals, and you know, I, I, I believe what that person is saying is true. I don't have any hard evidence. But it would go along with what they're doing with the drugs. Um, The first thing they make us do is, the first thing you do when you work for the federal government or the FDA is you hold up your hand and you take an oath to protect and serve the public and hold our country's interests above all others. Now, I can tell you, although all of us have taken that oath who work there, there are people there who took that oath and they don't mean it. They took the oath, they don't mean it, They they are not trying to protect Americans. They are not just trying to protect the public. They are trying to do the very opposite. They're trying to harm and kill them. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. And I worked in a psychiatric, uh, at a psychiatric hospital for children for 14 years. And as far as you say about the drugs, I mean, I, I totally believe there's, these drugs are not always the best. And even Chris Cornell's recent death, I think he was on Ativan. Um, and uh, his wife is actually uh, fighting right now, saying that she believes it might have had something to do with his death and suicide. And I know that there are some studies in Europe that show that it shrinks the brain. So at least, you know, and a lot of the benzodiazepines in particular are very bad in terms of, uh, and they're very good apparently for the programming too, is what I my research has come to. And I'm sure I have nothing compared to what you have, but uh, just what I have seen alone, it shows that it's really could be very bad for you, the side effects, and, and also good for their programming of us as well. So, Yeah, I think that's why they try to get as many kids as they can to say they're, um, you know, um, attention deficit disorder or they're bipolar or they're depressed. They're trying to get as many young kids. They should never be on these drugs. And their parents, their parents should protect them. I'm telling you, if our government and the agencies and, you know, our local governments, they're not doing anything to protect the children, the parents need to protect the children. Forget, you know, some, parents, some people I know, they say, I say, they're saying they're having a pain. And I said, oh, here's, some, um, here's something, it's all natural. Try this. Oh no, I won't do anything unless my doctor tells me to. That's not the way to go to people because I'm no, telling so the hospitals, the FDA, oh. Health and Human Services, our government, they are all in on the same team. Exactly. Um, the name of the game is money and enslavement. Name of the game yeah. is money off of us and enslavement. And at that point we're gonna go ahead and turn real quick. We the people of Vira, welcome. Hello everyone. Uh, good to hear your voice. Yeah, it is good to you. hear you. Yeah, um, I just had a hell of a two weeks, you know, actually months. You know, I'm I'm um, I'm living with one of the the TIs, you know, Tony. You you know Tony. Um, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of your name. The one just was talking. Connie. Me? Connie. Connie. Do you know Elvira did do you think what Tanya did helped get you out of the hospital? You mean Tanya from um California. Oh yeah. As a matter of fact I need to contact her but 
She's worried about my talk. She called me today. I Can tell you give you, her my number? Can you make sure she gives my number? Because I'm telling you, I am in so much pain. I'm still bleeding. I was bleeding in that hospital. I was showing it to them every day. They wouldn't do nothing. If it wasn't for the TIs, for the people calling in that hospital, I mean, I ain't no telling what would have happened to me. And they forced me to take uh, one more, this drug, and I, I told them I wasn't going to take it. So since they had, they got this thick, heavy dude, you know, like he was going to wrestle me down, and by my body being in so much pain already, I say, look, I say, look, I said, look, uh, I, I refuse to let him, this big old man, touch my body. I said, I've already been beat up by a police officer, and I injured my lower back at the Beverly Hilton. No comfort, no nothing, no nothing but your pain and suffering. The name of this this medicine that they forced this shot on me was called um, I-N in Vega, V-E-G-A. And when I got that shot, it was the one in the white box, in a white and blue box. And after they gave me that shot, uh, I, I, to, to this day, I can't sleep. I've been having problems sleeping. They had to give me four different sleeping pills when I was in the hospital. They did this to me like third Wednesday, and they held me. I, I, now, I went in on Thursday. I think it was last week. I'm having a hard time concentrating and everything because I'm in a lot of pain and I'm still having the internal bleeding. But it's sort of like stopped for right now. Do you and, know uh, what caused the? In, do you know what caused the internal bleeding, Elvira? Yes, when I in nineteen in, in two thousand four, I went into the. You know, I'm a human rights activist. I was doing about toxic mold, a whole lot of different issues, anti-war movements. My list is long. Anyway, so they wanted me to stop, and I would, I couldn't. I told them it was like a drug. I couldn't do it. So I ended up in the hospital with an asthma attack in 2004, Broward General. And uh, when I was in there, I, I was try- also trying to get in this place called Venice Coles off of 19th Street. And, the, and one of the managers screwed me around, and the president of the NAACP, Bill McCormick. I'm going to call the names. They need to be called. Well, they, this lady wanted to come into the country, and she needed a place to stay, and they just had opened just that one section of the whole complex. And so they took my apartment. And so when I went, ended up in the hospital, they sent Chrissy Paris in there, in, into, the, into the hospital. She had changed the color of her hair and everything, so I didn't recognize her until it was too late. But when she told me she was giving me a blood thinner and she was injecting it in my left fallopian tube, and I, so something told me, saying, tell her, don't do, no, don't, don't do any more. Don't let her inject you anymore. And so... Um, told her not to inject me anymore, so I fell asleep. And when I woke up, I caught her injecting it in my IV. I was so exhausted from all the protesting and stuff that I had been doing. I, I used to go from Miami to D.C., Miami to D.C. I was exhausted. Anyway, fast forward and, ooh, um, 
I was uh, where I'm living. They had her had Tony spraying me. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I called the I called the uh, police. Right, so two officers come here, and then I, I have a black light because that's how I know what this what this uh, toxin is because the TI sent me a black light when I was last year when I was in the uh, transitional housing. So I shined it around the room, and I saw all these little yellows, yellows. Everywhere, everywhere, all over my everything, my hair, my my belongings, everything. So some said go in the garage and look for it, since you know what it looks like. Went in the garage, looked for it, I found it. And uh, so I called the police. Some of the T.I.s was on the phone with me when I called the police. Police comes, but they wouldn't take it. I still have it. It has the fingerprints, everything on it. And I know exactly who was doing it. Now, this is how they do me. Everywhere she goes, she claims she's getting sprayed. Well, hell, show me one T.I. that moves anywhere and don't, they're, they're targeting, quit, stop. So I said, so then uh, Tony pretend like he's not doing this to me, so he hides in his father's room. And he was praying me, so I told this one T.I. everything, right, about where it was, where, where, where you can see it all down in the corners, because the police pointed it out to me and told me, this is paint. I said, yes, it is, because that's what it smells like, paint. It's a Johnson & Johnson product. Anyway, so then the second time when he did this to me, I called the police. Now, this CI had called Tony and told Tony every place where the police had and, and I had seen this stuff. And I was wondering why he was cleaning the carpet that day, cleaning the carpet. So after he cleaned the carpet, then I didn't, I, didn't, I was so tired, you know, because I, I wasn't able to get any sleep. And so... Sounds like you need a better place to live because, you know, oh, even your own roommate, the police aren't helping, the doctors aren't helping you. No, nobody. And you see, Tony has everybody on his side. I have no one on my side. I mean, that's, you know, here, around here. Enjoy Max. She's another one. Oh, my God, what a nightmare that woman was. She took my $800. To this day, I haven't seen my money. And the first time I met her, she uh she told me that she just showed up where I was living because she didn't her phone wasn't working she she didn't pay the fifty dollars so I wrote a check for fifty dollars and gave it to her anyway fast forward and back to now that was a couple of years ago a year or so ago so what happened in the hospital I'm just showing them look I'm bleeding I'm bleeding you know and then they they would give me my pain medicine every eight hours. And it seemed like it, the pain medicine wasn't really pain medicine. You know, it wasn't working. Like like my like how, my how pain big, medicine. How big was your pain from a one to a ten? My pain is always over a ten, just like right this minute. And I just took some, uh, and I can only take my medicine in halves. You know. So. That was a lot. 
if they yeah. if you sprayed you with a biofilm and it looks like paint, but it's sticky and gooey and it can dry hard, if yeah. they're you and you have biofilm, this it's basically glue with organisms. If you have it internally and externally, you have to detox Epsom salt. If you went in CVS, they sell something called peppermint oil. It's for when people have peppermint oil. I recommend recommend, uh, aloe vera juice. That one is helpful. Who is that? Who is that talking to Mel? Who is the Mel? Marcus Hopkins. Uh Uh-huh. Alvira, I think you should drink um, aloe juice, aloe vera juice. Yeah, and so yes, and I'm doing what uh, what uh, Connie says too. The peppermint I'm, you're I'm right about aloe vera juice. Oh, yeah. you can see this stuff up my nose, down my throat, all in you the top of my mouth, in my eyes, with my hair. It's you got—they're hitting me with the same stuff. I think what you're describing. And so you need to detox inside and out. And Should it's I say time. what it is? Yeah. Johnson & Johnson Graffiti Spitfire. That's what it is. Johnson & Johnson what? Graffiti Well, it's, it's really Spitfire. hard to put your, your finger on um, the, the, the stuff that they're slipping in our bodies covertly. It's I don't know what toxins they've actually yeah, used. One you, of my you don't know. They even got it in the air condition systems in the emergency rooms of the hospital. And they made sure I, I got there like 5 o'clock in the morning. They held me in that emergency room from 5 a.m. until about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I have asthma. It gives me asthma. And so they put me in a heart patient. But heart patients, go get this now. Heart patients cannot get up and go to the bathroom. They do their number two right there in the by their bed. And 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 when they do that, and it, and it smells real bad, you know, it gives me an asthma attack. So I say, how can you put me on a on a floor with heart patients when I'm an asthmatic? And I say, they do number two. And I, there I go, you know. And so I asked them would they move me from that floor, right? So they said, so finally they decided to put me on the eighth floor. Now, the eighth floor is the old building. Smell of old building, mold, and the toxic air condition. And on top of all that, they put, put what you call a transgender, a male that want to be a woman. Well, they put him in the room with me. He comes in the room. You can tell that I, I could tell I was screwed, glued, and tattooed when he came in the room. He come in the room in a wheelchair, and then when they got ready to take him out of the him or whatever, out of the wheelchair, he he oh you should have seen that oh you should have seen it oh my God what an act it was, and they that I know that dude hey he was part of that. He had to get, let him on his shoulders into the bed. Then I said, now, what kind of crap is this? I said, now, I just left the, the, the uh, heart patient uh, room because I'm in there with people who can't get up and go to the bathroom, and you're going to bring this in here uh, for, for me to go through with this, with a, you know. And I said, so I said, no, I said to him, 
I said, no disrespect to you, but I have asthma. And they just moved me from the heart patient room because of the number two. And so, you know, oh, it was just. And did yeah. they move to, uh, Were you in the hospital? Were you taken to the hospital for internal bleeding or because the police took you for there internal for internal bleeding yellow light? and asthma? Both asthma and internal bleeding. Then next thing I know, here comes this black woman, this sister. She comes in the room. She, I go, who are you? She said, I'm a, I said, what are you doing in my room when I'm bleeding and I have asthma? Where do you come in at? I said, I'm so tired of this happening to me. I'm, I go to the hospital for internal bleeding and asthma and always end up with a psychiatrist popping up in my room. What is going on? Next thing I know, I'm on my way to the funny farms. So, you know, if not for you all, I tell you, I don't know what, I, I really don't believe I would have come out of this alive. I really don't. What did they do to put you in the funny farm, though, to say, and then I'm sure you said, no, I'm not I'm not mentally ill, but then they, did they involuntarily commit you? I've been through this so many times. One time it was in in Georgia in '06. They played war tapes on me. I was on the death list. They tried to freeze me to death. They did so many things to me. And when I got out of there, I wrote something that I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. That's all I could say. And sometimes I post that on the on my Facebook page. But well, it's harder with, with age, you know, because I'm only 36, and they've already made me feel like I'm about 66. I know what you mean. <laughs> so, so Myra, Tanya wrote, read me the email that she sent to the hospital, the IRS oh, official. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, ahead, they're, not allowed, they're not allowed to hold you more than 72 hours unless you have, like, a, uh, an arrest warrant or something or charges pending against I you. I never been arrested in my life except for at the Clinton fundraiser in 2002 where they uh, had a policeman beat me up and throw me in jail and release me the next day. Yeah, so I think it's really important, the letter that Tanya wrote and sent to officials, and the hospital, I think it's really important she share that with the TI community. Uh, I'm oh, friends yeah. with you. Me too. I'm with you, honey. Whatever you say, I'm down with it. <laughs> because although she's a TI and she doesn't have, she's not a, doesn't have a law degree or anything, she has learned so much in the past couple of years. This girl can wrap my codes and statutes. And she was threatening to report them for Medicare fraud, for oh, fraud. Yeah, she needs to. It's funny you said that because I was thinking about calling Medicaid on Monday and telling them they should no bill I've had they should pay. And, and, and another thing you all was talking about earlier, the only thing they do to me, they take MRI, CT tests, X-rays every other month to every three months. I'm getting those things, and 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 nothing else. Just that. It's stuck in the mental hospital. And, and there's another TI now. I think his name is Todd, and I think he's yes. also in the mental hospital. And if yes. anybody's in a mental ward or hospital against their will, it's very important that somebody send a letter or email like what Tanya sent 
for Elvira because it could potentially help get them out. They are right not hidden by the codes and statutes and laws. Well, with Todd Giffen, if, if something breaks loose where he'll just speak anything without, uh, you know, inhibition. And so that it, gets him in trouble. No, but it doesn't, it, doesn't them, but because, it doesn't matter because if the person does not have a guardian or a conservator, they cannot hold the person against their will. They need to bring up charges or they need to get a judge to um, sign an order that they're going to have a conservator or guardian. They have yeah. to. Re- I think Elvira can sue the hospital, put it that way. Yes, I should be able to, because I didn't have any of that, what you asked me. And thank you for being involved, because when I hear you on a call, I do nothing but sit back and listen, because you are a dynamite to me. Tanya can help you learn how to sue the hospital using common law, not the kangaroo court system that everybody uses. Yes. I'm taking your advice, believe me. Yeah, you need to talk to Tanya. She can tell you how to do it. Oh, I will. Make sure she has my my number because I'm not sure if I still have hers because I've been in so many different days. You know what they did to me after I got out? They released me from the hospital. They took me down to, like, the homeless shelter. Now, I'm sick. I'm bleeding. They knew I was bleeding. I'm in a lot of pain. They refused to give me my pain that pill on top of all that. They said because I was getting out at 10 o'clock, which they could have let me out at 2 o'clock, gave me my medicine, you understand? And But they wouldn't. They, written, they refused to give me my medication. I was in so much pain. I feel them right now. And uh, then I ended up down, you know, where like the Salvation Army type situation where you have to go stand on the corner and you have to sign up and, you know, because you're homeless. I said, oh, hell no. I did that once and I ended up at the Salvation They let you out at nighttime and not in the morning? No, it was in the morning. Okay. It was in the morning. Eight o'clock? But because of my medication, because they know I have chronic pain, they they decided to let me out in the morning. Most of the patients left after 12 o'clock. Me, they let me go in the morning so that they didn't have to give me my medication, my pain medication. So it was a good thing that someone brought me my uh, my uh, thing because I had my own medication in my bag. And so when they got there, and, and so therefore... I was without medication from that morning all the way until about, I think, 1 or 2 o'clock, you know. And my pain, see, I get to the point where I can't even move. If you don't believe me, you can ask that guy in South Carolina. He's seen me in action because he had to bring me back with his hands because he didn't believe in people taking medication. So he hid my medication from me. Well, can you, uh, you have someone that can uh, go pick up uh, your doctor's notes and your doctor's uh, record, your medical record, so you can yes, see what... Yes, I must do that. But the that's only important. person right now so that I have over. to do that is Tony. And Tony may not do it because they probably tell Tony not to do it. Boy, I tell you, Tony's been through a lot. I mean, you know, he he bought all those... 
all 12, 12 vehicles because of Nasara. And now he left with, oh, God, I, I feel so horrible for him. All, those, all the things he's done to me because he was put up to it, I still care about him, about, about him. You know, we're friends. He, he's like the best friend I ever had in my life. Even though he's done some horrific things to me, I still sympathize and you know with him because of what the people did to him. He they broke him. Well, and, and maybe he, you should go straight to the hospital yourself and ask for your medical records. I am. I am going to do that. As a matter of fact, they didn't let. That's why they let me out on Friday because they know you can't do nothing on Saturday and Sunday. And then I have a social worker that really cares. You know why? Because he met me after they let me out of the hospital. He said he was at the hospital trying to see me at the hospital. He said, but they didn't even tell him that they had let me go. They held him there all that time. So when he did find me, I was in a Popeye's chicken, and it was raining really hard. So when he came through the door, he happened to come through the door that didn't have a mat at the fo- on the floor, and he slipped. Oh, no. And he barely caught himself, and I could feel the pain going up his legs just just watching him. And so I told him, I said, he said, I'm okay, I'm okay. I said, no, you're not. I said, you may feel you're okay now, but later, a month or two from now, uh-uh. I say, if you don't complain to the management here, I'm going to do it for you. So yeah, amazing. they should have a yeah. They should have a slip mat there, and and everywhere where, you know, it rains hard and people walk That's inside right. of a building. And I told them to take pictures I of was, each door and over where you get your um, sodas from. So he did that, and then when she and I told the manager, I said, "This is my social worker." And so when I said that to her, she was really nice. So they right away brought the paperwork over to him and uh, called his job. And uh, they, they told him he had to come back over on the job and see the doctor. So he had to leave, and he told me he'll, he'll see me on Monday. And then a, another strange thing happened today. It was a good thing, too. My, uh, my uh-huh. baby. My baby child, well, my, my ex-husband called me today, and I told him that I was homeless, you know. So he said, you won't be after next week. You see, my, my ex-husband is a farmer, and my my son just purchased 10 acres of land, you understand? So things should go better for me. Yeah, I got, I got four acres I'm trying to sell, and I'm targeted real heavily, Elvira. I got devices, implants in my body. They're salt mm-hmm. to my nerves every day. They've caused me internal bleeding about oh 30 goodness. times, about 30 times. If I wasn't young, then I'd already be dead. Uh, they've tried to give me heart attacks a couple times. I had to stand up from my bed or else they would have had that angle on my nerve around my heart to cause like a heart attack or stop my heart from beating was another yeah. one. So I, I'm... I'm really heavily targeted, and um, I, the people doing it are satanic. And I wanted to discuss what, you know, these, what, you know, people think that Satanism is. But it's, you know, you know, the the perpetrators will often say they're not, and they don't care about anything, and they're just criminals. But they're not actually they're two-faced criminals. That's that's their thing. They just say they're two-faced criminals all day. 
That's right, but you got to know, too, that some of the T.I.s are criminals, too, just like in my case with Tony. They were putting Tony up to doing this to me. And then Tony had cleaned everything, and then when when the ambulance drivers came, it was three ambulance drivers and one police officer. This was the second time time now. Then they, I'm showing them the black light, this stuff all over my chest, all over my face, all over my arms. You can see it. And they're claiming, oh, I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. Meanwhile, Tony hiding in his father's room. And then uh, I say, um, the policeman claimed, all of them claimed they didn't see nothing. But when I got to the hospital, some of them saw it, some of them didn't. So the ones that claimed they didn't see it, I said, you're the perp. And then the perp TIs, you know, they, I mean, they're killers. And uh, they're the ones that caused all that. And uh, so what I had to end up doing, because Tony was, was trying to put me out, although I paid him rent for the month. He did put me out of the room, though, and I'm in the stuck in the living room. Oh, she's sleeping on the couch? And that's and mold all over my stuff. Oh, my God. And, uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, but... He put you out of the room that you paid for, Elvira? He put you out of the room that you paid for? Yeah. You paid for the room rental? Do you have a deposit? Yes. Do you have a deposit on the thing? And what what's his reasoning for that? Huh? What is his reasoning well, for removing you from well, your rental room you paid for? Well, because someone told him to do all this to me. But what I ended up doing Who was told I, him? I had to call Derek, believe it or not. And I told him to do the right thing. And he did. That's the only reason that I'm in here. You understand? That's the only reason he, she Tony let me back in the house because Derek called. I said, "Look, you, you know what that's something. called, that, Elvira? That's called tender mercies of the wicked. God says that the wicked will give the people that they're targeting in the Bible. I've read it like three times. The wicked will give the the people they're targeting or persecuting tender mercies. So, in other words, they're not just going to be cruel to them, but they'll give them a break. You know, they'll give yeah. them something." Well, he finally gave me That's a break. That's what Jesus said. Otherwise, Is he going to give you your money back for half the month um, of your, well, you're I not able to? I think that I shouldn't be paying no $400 for, for no living room, you know, that I right, can't Right, so he needs to give you, he needs to re- recover your money to you for the half of the month that, or the, he needs to prorate that and, you know, consider, I mean, you can call HUD about that, and you can take him to small claims court, and would he, I mean, there might be a way to hint about that, that you could get $5,000. But I wouldn't do that to Tony, you know, although, because Tony is really a victim, too. It's called senior abuse. Yeah, but Tony is also a victim. I know you you all may not see it the way I see it, but... Probably. he was really good to me at one time until those bad TIs, you know. But how, does, how, does, how does housing rights go out the window just because you're having a bad day or whatever else? This is well, unbelievable. Well, it's, it's because if you have to know the person and the, the real person, and business the person that has been... Business is business. taking advantage of. I mean, it's, it's, and it's, I understand it's, that people can. Oh, 
what, what, what is business? If you're going to be, if you're renting a property out, that's you pay right. for that I'll space. With you. How does business go? I mean, really? I agree with you. That's just me. That's Elvira. You know, uh, Elvira, Tanya just called me. Can I? I'm going to give you my number after this call. Can you call me, and I'm going to give you Tanya's number. Uh, I, have, been... I have your number. Oh, okay. Can you call me afterwards? Because Tanya, I want to give you Tanya's number. She's been worried about you. She's really trying hard to get you out of there. Yeah, and she did. I'm not lying. Oh she, God. You know, people might think she's a dumb, dumb, targeted female individual. I tell you, that girl's a force to be reckoned with. She's had her ups and downs, but I tell you, she's learned so much. And the people in Santa Clara County who got awarded a $52 billion judgment in probate court, they're Mm -hmm. helping do the same thing she did. So they don't consider themselves targeted individuals, but these evil perpetrators who do this shit against us, that's all they care about is money and greed. Well, go Mm -hmm. ahead. We're not not money hungry, but if that's what it takes to to get these people to stop, then by all means. So anyways, these people are helping Tanya do what they did, and they're helping 13 others. Amen, and I want to be one of them, too. And I yeah. tell you, she was, oh, my God. She the hospital wouldn't tell her anything. They wouldn't let, you know, she called today. They wouldn't let her talk. They oh. they, wouldn't, they wouldn't say they released you. They didn't uh-huh. say they released you. Because she was trying to give the paperwork for me so I could sign it, right? But I don't think um, they would she was her she But she can't she sent emails to the IRS. I don't know if she said it to Medicaid. Yes, she told me. She told me. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was like, my mouth was wide open. I just couldn't believe it. If it weren't for her and and and, and uh, Miss Martinez and Lauren and the whole host of us, I mean, they had that hospital jumping. I'm not kidding. It was. Well, it's called abduction, too. I mean, they don't know. They can't tell somebody that you're being released. Okay, next of kin is not available. So anybody know the regulations beyond that? Like if somebody's needing to know if they can come pick you up. So what is it that they're trying to do? Get you locked out somewhere? That's a dangerous life of a personal attorney to pull you out of a mental ward. They had to move me from one hospital to another hospital that had a mental ward. And in Florida, in Florida, they're not allowed to hold somebody against their will for more than seventy-two hours unless they charges against them or a court order that has a guardian or conservator. Uh, allowing them to keep the person And that's what in. they tried to do with me when they took me two hours away from home. Everyone in there was talking about, one girl from Eureka, other people were talking about in group that they were felt like they were taken from their home, abducted. And do you know what the uh, psych tech said? Shut up. You that's know, what they told you. us. They told oh, us to shut oh, you up. know what a, a psych ward tech said to me when I, they abducted me? And after they implant, this was two weeks after they put an implant in my spinal cord at the the ER, and then they 
abducted me into the mental ward because I said I heard voices from gang stalkers. Mm-hmm. And I said it, but I said it only happened in my bedroom and only for two mm-hmm. years. And they still managed to convince whoever the dipshit is that I was schizophrenic or whatever. And they gave me a false schizophrenic diagnosis. They put a device in my body. Um, and then one of the nurses walked by my bedroom when I was trying to fall asleep one of the first few nights. And she said, I want to cut his, she said, I want to cut his balls off. Whoa. No, she really said that. Well, that's what they were trying to do to me, say I'm schizophrenic. It's my family behind this. Think about it. You're in a hospital where they have scalpels, so they have an, they have the ability to do so when the, uh, if you would have called the authorities and said, look, this lady just made this threat and it's not like she's out you know, we're in the park somewhere and there's no cooking utensils You're around. Right. This lady is in a medical ward where there are sharp utensils that she could actually do that. These people aren't thinking about what it looks like when they're saying certain things out of their mouth. Okay? Well, I even got, I even got in the mental ward. They, they serve three nice meals a day. You get to pick, right? You got a menu. You get to circle what type of side vegetables you want and what type of main course you want. You got like three choices. And I, well, I like that. I, I like that well, part of, of course, it, but because that's but, all but money. One of the, that's all one money, of the times, One of the times they poisoned me, though, and I got more wow. of the uh, intestinal problems. So the most but see, that's thing, all. The most important thing is that people know their rights, take their uh, take their um, um, feelings and their emotion out of it, and reverse oh, yeah. the code statutes and laws. And I know it's mm-hmm. hard for a TI to do this. Have an have a close TI advocate who can do this mm-hmm. for you. Communicate what mm-hmm. the law is and threaten to report them to Medicare for fraud. Mm-hmm. That's I what am- I want to do. Oh, actually, actually, Connie, um, uh, join everyone, please try to join tomorrow at 6 p.m. That is the the main uh, blueprint for Professor Martinez. She oh, not only yes. threatens, she follows through and and teaching us oh, yes. in the series to follow through. What do I keep stressing? Complaints. The who, what, where, when, what time. Documented and complained. Please and, and you have, have your paper trail. Them. Yeah, and you have to take well, your. Well, they love. They love Miss um, Martinez. Boy, she. I mean, boy, she. Oh, she's, she's she a bomb. She, she is. Them, she's she's just like wow. Yeah. Tanya did. Her and Tanya. <laughs> and and yeah. you, Lauren. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Miss Martinez. May I, the, the other thing that you don't want to do is you just don't want to give them your consent to anything. Never. Not implied, Never. not expressed, you don't want to sign anything, you don't no. want to verbally Never. agree with anything. No. Right, exactly. And you have to indicate that whatever they do to you, you consider harm. That's your basis for suing them under common law leader. You tell them, you do not have my consent, you are kidnapping me, and you are harming me. And exactly. you just keep telling me them, you're har- yeah, they're harming them. Then you follow those, up with the paperwork. Hey, those people, they hate, the, the mental work hate you when you use the word me. kidnapping. They told me that patients called the called police all the time. I wanted to do it, but I figured that they would just be on their side anyway, so I didn't do it. But but if you tell them 
you consider what they're doing by giving you medic a certain medication like that guy gave you in the white uniform or whatever, you're yeah. harm if you give this to me, it's against my consent and you're harming me. And then later on, you follow up with the paperwork saying, I, I indicated that when you gave me this medication on this date, you were harming me and you still gave it to me. That makes yeah. them wrong. Okay, I'm going to make sure I call you, honey. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and because that's exactly what happened. Then they wanted me to take, they, they had A and B of that medication I told you. The next one was in a red, like a red or pink box. And they say you have to take, they give you the shot, and then you have to take these pills, two pills every day, and then once a month come back for a shot. I said, oh, hell no, not me. I said, what, I said, what are you trying to say? I said, I, I, I don't belong here. I'm bleeding. You kidnapped me. That's what I told them. That's and they good. just looked at me. That's good. And because I refused to let them do it to me. When you serve, when you serve the paper, send them paperwork to probate, under probate and bankruptcy court, you can use common law and you serve notices to all the people that harmed so, you. I'm going to leave that to, to, to Lisa, I mean, to Tanya. You indicate yeah, how they whatever she said because you know I'm not I don't have a high school diploma even. So it, it's I'm, I'm, help you do it. Mm-hmm. Well, she'll people in this country it, yeah. don't ask the right questions. Like, there's so many questions you could ask. Why we've come to this point where life is horrible? There's so many things in your past where you could be like, oh yeah, now I see it. Now I see that they were uh, being a, a, a negative influence. Um, now I see that they were. Uh, trying to corrupt me. Um, now I see, you know, there's so many things that people don't recognize that, you know, goes under the, behind the curtain in this country where, you know, we could fix it, but people just, there's the people that operate the curtain and have bodyguards that throw people back behind the curtain that start to speak out and sing about it, like whistleblowers. Even if, even if you didn't, tell somebody, you are harming me and this is how you're harming me, you can still serve them a notice later. And if they don't respond, it's a silver dollar for like every minute that goes by. And they have so many days to respond. And if they don't respond, they are considered liable. donate to you too. And it's not a dollar. It's a silver dollar because dollars are not worth anything. Silver dollars are silver. That's true. That's true. It's horrible. Uh, well, guys, um, the evening um, time flies and we're having fun. The evening, our call is going to um, probably end in the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I just want to make sure, does anyone on the lines or the chat have any questions, comments at this time? If you're on the call, you can go ahead and start. Hey, at least I can see you on the board. Uh, is there anyone that hasn't spoken before that wants the opportunity? Um, we've learned informative. Uh, we begin one way with the four kings that I believe are on the world stage and the persecuted saints that we're referred to in the Bible. The persecution of innocence basically. We've done nothing wrong. And yet we continue to have our, basically our lives ruined. What, what yeah. we had for our families, our friends, our profession. Uh, those of us that are fortunate enough to work 
still have to work in such um, hostility, you know, bullying on the workplace that still exists. Yeah. Well, even those in between that aren't like hostile and, and they're our friends and they kind of like just kind of let it slide, you know, mm-hmm. they're not picking up the, the difference for what they're seeing their friends go through. And so mm-hmm. to me, you know, that's kind of sad. Um, one of them said uh, that gave my mom a car, a Honda Civic, um, that just kind of lets this sl- stuff slide. They're, they're, they help us, you know, they, we come over and have a nice dinner every few months over there. But they never helped us with the with the targeting, even though I think that they know that it's going on. And their neighbor that worked with my dad was a real good attorney. And suddenly he had a heart attack. My dad had a sudden aneur- brain aneurysm in 1989 when I was nine years old. So, um, but no, they're still my friends, but they kind of just let it slide. And after they gave my mom a, a, a $3,000, $4,000 Honda Civic, um, because her, her other car, uh, broke down, um, you know, and this was 20 years after my dad died that had a really good paying job. He was an attorney, like his friend that gave my mom the car. They, what he said, and his son also said it. They said, since we gave her this car in parentheses, we're going to have a slightly cooler place in hell. And I was just like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What do you think it means, Marcus? That's what I question. I wonder if he really thinks that, you know, maybe he's going to hell, but he gave a gift to a friend, a nice big gift, you know, out of the kindness of his heart. So now, quote, like he said, he would have a cooler place in hell. Wow, do you think he's a perp guilt and he wanted to give your mother something? You think? Do, what I'm saying is, do you think he's a perp? I don't think so, but there's that tiny possibility of that, that some way, in some, you know, one of those circuits, you know, there's multiple circuits, but he's not really like um, a gang stalker. I know that, but I don't know what he... How he, you know, he was one of my dad's best friends, and they had so many friends back in the 80s, and they made a lot of money. They were good attorneys, and then my dad just suddenly died of a brain aneurysm, and he was so fun and loving, and I, didn't, I never thought of him as a liar. Like everyone says, every, all attorneys are, every attorney is a liar. I never thought of my dad as a liar, and I just loved that man very much, you know, and I just, you know, I was... Our whole family and a thousand people went to his funeral and he only lived in that town for, or that city for, um, from 73 to 89. And he had a thousand people at his funeral. Not, not all lawyers are corrupt, but many are corrupt in the sense their first obligation is to the court. Their second obligation is to their clients. When they pass the bar exam and stuff, you know, it, it, unfortunately, our our legal system is corrupt, and there's lawyers that are leaving the legal profession because they realize how corrupt the court system is. Yeah, I was about and to say when the lawlessness really begins to increase, it actually, as it's worded in the Bible, it begins even turning off those that want to play ball. Even those corrupt get really disgust. It goes too low. And, and, and most of the people know 
that our court system, they, they have a Dunn's number, okay? They run like a corporation. And when there's a case, even a traffic violation it could be, you know, the, the court case goes out for bidding. There's a performance bond wow. and two other bonds. There are people buying up these bonds. So, and they somehow make money. And, and, and they, sometimes they'll buy a case for, say, $40,000 or $200,000. And the court is issued a 1098 or 1099 for the money they're getting from these bonds. People don't know this. And when you go into court, what they What's say... What's a 1099? It's, it's like, getting a tax exemption or... No, it's in- like... In- Income. It's like if, if you're a subcontractor. I'm a private contractor. I work for myself and I do co- work for a company, but I have to pay my own taxes and do my own benefits. And mm-hmm. so I don't get a W-2 and I get like a, 10, a 1099 or something or 1098, 1099, whatever it is. Um, anyways, the, that's how the court system works. Most people don't know the court is like a business. They have a CEO. You know, right. David Yamasaki is was the CEO, I think, of California Superior Court. Tanya Who was? Was David Yamasaki. Oh. And he, I think, recently resigned or retired and moved his family, I think, to Hawaii. Well, the DA just left here a year prior to her her thing because she knew she was going to get her ass caught. Excuse my French, but she was going to get her ass caught in the swing um, because I was going after her too. I've been um, gathering support and I got proof now that even um, the courts are scared of me, the the police department is afraid of me, or they wouldn't have sent back the $500 that I had to pay for them to tow my car that I personally own off of private property where I pay to stay. So that was an admittance of guilt from the state of California. I just got it. So when you so this go is going to the Congress too. So when you go into court, they say state your name. How do you plea? It's very. I don't even bother going to court because I knew it was going to be against me letter, from the, whatever I said or whatever I did. Well, well, the thing, the important thing is that you know once you start answering these questions, you're entering into contract with the court. So under common law, they teach you not to say and do certain things when you go to court because you don't want to enter into contract with the court. And if you have a judge who you feel is acting unfairly or who keeps on overseeing your cases, then mm-hmm. you, you can actually send them a request to re, uh, re, um, dis, take themselves off the case. And if they refuse, then you can do something else. And ultimately, you can go out, hold them liable in common law. And that's so, where I need help. And thank you for mentioning that. How do I get a hold of this person who knows about legal? You said Tanya? Uh, I'll give you my number, and you can call me after, Amy. Oh, that would be great. Um, because that's what I want to do, dedicate my life to freeing people, whether it's out of psych wards, whether it's out of jail. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that God's put on my heart to work on the Innocence Project, and that encompasses a whole wide range of people and things. And yeah. I, don't care, I don't care what happens to me. I mean, you know, uh, something will happen to me. I understand that. I know what I'm signing up for. Um, but, yeah, you know, somebody has to do it. 
Yeah, so they Well, you said you were in the military, so when you said you're signing up for something uh, and seeing how so many people in the military are being stopped. I have been held, yeah, I have been, you can't even believe how much whistleblowing I've done and how much heat they've done and spent to come after me in so many ways that I'm living in a freaking hotel with a bunch of people who are, and some are nice people, others that are here not by, you know, their own... Um, anything they did wrong, but then there's others, there's prostitutes, there's drug addicts, there's crazy people, there's, you know, military people coming out of here, and um, one that I'm trying to help with my general so that he can get his 100%, um, but I said, you have to do what my general says or you won't get your 100%. And I said, that's just that plain and simple. I don't freely give out his information. I'm very guarded with him because friends of mine who I thought were friends of mine that I knew for a year, took advantage of him and tried to get money from him. He doesn't have money. He's semi, he was semi-retired teaching at a university um, down there in, in Orange County, Huntington Beach. He doesn't do that anymore because obviously they've come after him because he's gone to bat for me. Um, both when I went to the police station and I said, you are going to pay for this. And I said, this is not a promise. This is a, this is a threat promise whatever you want to take it as I said you're going to lose your jobs and you're going to go to jail because I you see this here this is a two-star general and he has my back and by the way I have a senator in the CIA and you think that your job is not on the line just wait so I the best thing to do when you're up against someone and you just say what you have to say very low and very quiet and then you just stay silent and you say just wait I have all the patience in the world, whatever it takes. So I'm glad that all these cases of abuse and murder against, you know, minorities and other people that don't have a weapon, I'm glad that those cases are coming to fruition because they're up in heaven. And they're, and I, those are the people I'm going to be fighting for. And I'm making this a federal case. I'm making this about my life. My life has to mean something. So we've got to fight for something. For me personally, I have to fight for something bigger than myself. I cannot sit there and fight for all these little things that they try to do with me and the games that they play. I'm not going to let myself deter myself by the wayside. I know God. I let him um, guide me whichever way he wants me to go when I'm not sure I'm checking in with him is this the right thing to do am I using it for my own wrath or am I using it for justice to to you know to to serve you well and to make sure that that everything I'm doing I'm giving you the glory I'm not taking the credit because I take no credit everything I've done good better and different well well I may I take it I take responsibility for the wrongs that I've done and the bad choices I've made but at the same time I'm human and he knows that and he he fights with you he loves you he will not he will he will let us endure what we need to endure but we have to look beyond the horizon to see the sun that's going to rise is going to be so much greater, you guys, than all this crap. But in the meantime, we're in this fight for the long haul. We knew that when he God came into our life. So we have to know that everything we do and, and we bounce off each other, all this great information and great people here with a great heart for God and a great heart for humanity um, with each person who has a great skill set in whatever area you, you have. And I'm thankful that God has put you all in my life. And 
that we all build off each other and not tear down each other. Because that's when I have to walk away because I don't, I don't want a person to be responsible for someone's demise or their sadness or anger. You know, I know I've done things and said things I shouldn't have, and I'm sorry for those things. Um, but all I can do is mend those things and say I'm sorry and admit when I'm wrong and um, just know that I'm in it because love wins all. Love beats hate. We don't want, we hate the actions, we hate the evil, but we cannot hate the humanity. We hope that those people doing evil, that God will, we pray for them, that God will show them the error of their ways and the error of our ways. And that he will show them they can turn from that. But if that's all is known, when, you know, they've grown up without parents and they're in prison, they've gone to the foster home. Um, I had a really abusive life growing up, but um, that made me stronger. That made me more committed to humanity, not not to make it about myself. And that's how it was in the military. It was never about me. I don't want attention. I don't want to be... You know, stories written about me. I'm no hero. I'm just an average, everyday person that just wants to do um, good. And whatever the cost, I'm going to bear. Just as Christ paid the ultimate cost, he did for us. So, you know, we have to have the same love and compassion that he showed us. So can I give you my phone number, Amy? Please. Did I give you my phone number? Yeah, go ahead. 860-303-1854. And my name is Connie, and my last name is Robinson. And um, I, I think one thing that's important, the way I look at this is I don't play baseball or softball, but I was yeah, I, don't I was put in the batting lineup. <laughs> and I'm at home plate, and I'm getting ready to hit the ball. And I'm just going to hit it and I want to um, awaken people to what's really going on. And I also want to help, uh, you know, get the evidence and hold these people accountable. Everybody that harms me or you or anybody else, whether it's a hospital, a police officer, you know, whoever these people are, hold them accountable. Because you know what? When these people are exposed, they're either transferred to perp another person or it's over for them. So, you know, that's what it takes. Hit them in the pocketbook and, and hold them accountable. Expose them. Thank you. This is something for being brave and courageous. Because this is good work for the long haul fight. On one of those science magazines, I, I don't know if it's popular science or another science magazine, it was an article that out. And I looked at the comments, and there was one of the elite members, and he was giving instructions to the perpetrators. You saw who the perpetrators were. It was education on institutions and the work around the hospitals. And he was giving them cryptic messages on what to do with this market. He went by Uncle Al. I posted it on Facebook, and all of a sudden, then after a while, you couldn't find Uncle Al, but he was giving the cryptic messages in the comments section of the Money Science magazine. Wow. And, and it was, we kind of have to be cryptic, too. 
watching um, the movie Risk, um, Julian Assange, and it was the second half of what he's doing right now, the president of Ecuador that came to the embassy there in London where he still is. And then um, the army person, Manning, that's transgender. Now he's changing, he's almost fully changed over to a woman who gave a really beautiful um, interview with, I think it was Connie Chung or someone like that. Um, so we have to keep reaching out to the Guardian newspaper, um, Berlin, you know, those kind of newspapers outside the U.S. Um, news agencies because they do listen and I have filtered information and the Ecuadorian um, president for him to come all the way um, to London and his staff, um, you know, to protect uh, Julian and, you know, what, what he's still doing. And this is not a movie. This is a actual, um, this is a documentary or docudrama, docu documentary, really. How he changes his appearance and everything. So the movie called Risk. Can I interject I something, please, very quickly? Um, or at the end, Lauren? Um, but right now, uh, Dr. Horton is having live chat now. If you want to tell your story and put your name up there and uh, speak to other TIs worldwide. And that's what I wanted to say real quick. Thank you. Dr. Um, you have the number, Katie, 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 Oh, no, I'm, I'm done. I just um, had to give my two cents, and um, that's all. Well, I want to say that I want to say that the the gang stalkers with neuronal monitoring and radio heterodyning and replacing people's thoughts with implants and external devices, maybe even as far as the satellite. Um, what they're doing is they're placating people to their racketeering. And they're doing it all day long. All day long. All day long. I'm sure they're they're doing what to the racketeering? They're placating people, making it feel like it's, not, like it's fine, like it feels good. You've never heard of the word placation? Uh, no, I have not. What is it? Well, okay, if you placate someone... Um, it just means that they're going to fall into your train of thought. And it's an old word. It's been around for hundreds of years. It was used a lot in the 80s when people really did something wrong, like just even in a, a social circle, if you wanted to say like this person in the social circle is disrupting everyone by placating them into, you know, everyone has to fall into their thinking even though it's wrong. That's what placating is. Mm-hmm. So really quick, another good um, offline news media is off, offnow.org. Um, you know, they, say, they talk about, oh, Utah, cut off the water that you're supplying the NSA's data center because you, it uses, like, I don't know, 130,000 or million gallons of water daily or something. So um, they're a great news meet, uh, offline news media. I like listening to those guys. They're pretty um, 
they have people around the world who give information, and it's very informative. What part of the country are they talking about this water being wasted? Um, it's in Utah. It's where NSA's data center is. It uses like a hundred. Uh, it uses some huge amount of water per day. Oh my God! So they're stealing people's data, spying on them, uh, going into their brain, and uh, corrupting their brains, and burning up all the water in their state. What a piece of shit. Well, so the way Off, Off Now has a short video, and you have to watch it, because every time I watch it, it makes me laugh, because the way they do it, it's like, turn it off. <laughs> you know, like, turn off the water now. Stop cooling down their data center. That's where all the water is going. <laughs> this water Oh, my God. Have. Damn, damn them. Damn wow, Connie. That's the word. Damn them. So, yes. So just because they're spying on us and collecting all their data and watching us and zapping us and radiating us does not mean that the states have to um, uh, help them, you know. I mean, in my newspaper, when I came back to Connecticut, the first up on the front page, AT&T more than was glad to accommodate the NSA and the government to spy on people. What would would Donald Trump do if you emailed him what you just told us, that the NSA is burning up all the water in Utah to spy on everyone and corrupt their thoughts? Would he he get, like, kind of freaky, or would he feel bad, or would he shut him down? What, I, what hope would he, I hope Trump he would do? look into it. I hope he would look into it. But people have been urging the state of Utah to so, stop supplying. It's a huge amount. Of, I don't know if it's 130 gallon, a million gallons of water or something a day. That's what you said. Yeah, that was the normal, it, uh, no, original number on your mind. That they have to use to cool down the data center. So anyways, offnow.org, they give worldwide information what's going on around the world. It's pretty reliable. They're, they're on top of... They, hmm? Well, if you had 130 people living in Utah, like hippies, they could live off of like two gallons of water a day. But you have like, what, like two million people that live in Utah? And the NSA is burning up 130 million gallons of water a day, and their aquifer is going to dry up while they're snatching everyone's brain information and corrupting them. Yep. Yes, they are. Everyone, I, I, I don't want to be abruptly cut off, but is, does anyone have any questions or comments? We're going to, the uh, system is going to shut down in about five minutes. And I want to do a close. Does anyone have any questions or comments? And I, I hate I when it just I just missed what happened with the water. Can somebody explain that again? They're using the water for what, Connie? To get to cool down, down the data center? Well, I grew up in Albuquerque, and Intel, that big computer uh, processor, the, the Intel processor core part four, whatever, they burned up more water than like half the city of Albuquerque. It's because it needs to cool down this machinery that okay. gets so hot from taking, from doing Technology. all these mechanics, you know, these mechanical uh-huh. things that heat it up, and they need all and this why, water. Why don't they use air conditioning? I mean, why are they using water? I'm just curious. It doesn't make 100% sense to me why they wouldn't use AC or some well, other method. Energy is generated by water, right? You asked a question. That reason is because Utah and Albuquerque are pretty hot. 
Albuquerque gets over 100 degrees, and Utah does too. So they wouldn't have cool air. And water cools down. Everyone in the southwest uses swamp coolers to cool their homes. And swamp coolers require water evaporation in order to cool down their home. Okay, I didn't know people were using swamp coolers out there. I know they use them out here a little bit. I would think think that it would be... um, for electric to generate electricity, they need water to generate electricity. Go to offnow.org. They explain it, and you know they explain it on their website, and they have videos, and they give out news and information. But one other important thing: when the American soldiers went into Nazi Germany um, after World War II, they found stockpiles of sodium fluoride, and they wanted to know what they were used for. They were used to make the prisoners more docile when they were in the concentration camps. Oh. In, oh, in, our water, in our water, they put sodium fluoride. Stronger or something. But I'm going to say there's 200 counties and countries that ban sodium fluoride in the water. The counties are in New Mexico and Pennsylvania. That's where a lot of these government contractors are that really know what's going on. So they are protecting themselves against some of the harm. Sodium fluoride helps the aluminum nanoparticulates from the chemtrails break the blood-brain barrier faster and easier. Yeah, once you break through the blood-brain barrier, which is our protection to our brain with chemicals, then those chemicals can go and cause, like, free radicals in the brain and kill brain cells. And so there are only a certain amount of chemicals that can break the blood-brain barrier and the worst one that I've found is methanol alcohol, which goes in there and can kill billions of brain cells if you drink like three ounces of methanol alcohol. But if you drink ethanol, not methanol, but ethanol like wine, beer, booze, it would neutralize it to water, and that's what they administer at the ER. At any ER, they should administer that to you. Um, I think also I've heard positive things with the CBD oil or the uh, the medical marijuana that uh, they can entrain you or something with endorphins. So that's uh, a good plus too, especially if you're in the states that can obtain it. I'm in Indiana, I can't, but I have tried the CBD oil and it has given relief. But if you can get it compounded with the THC, that will give you the high. They cannot mind control you when you're smoking pot, basically. What is cannabis oil used for, Kay? Well, it helps me with, uh, I I miss the full cannabis when I lived in California, but with the CBD oil, it helps. Well, Lillian has the V2K. It calms her down. She calms down. Her brain, her emotions go down a little bit. Her logic goes up. She sleeps better. When they hit my leg, as it feels like it's broken or with polio, and I'm on a cane for a few days, the pain lessens. My eyesight improves because I have glaucoma. So the CBD oil, I guess, is cut away from the plant. So you don't have the THC, which gets you high, but you have all the other properties of marijuana. And quite frankly, if they're going to allow CBD oil, they might as well just legalize the whole plant, you know. And I believe that's right around, you know, the corner. But it's a stubborn state, and if I had money, I would definitely give a lot of ways, but definitely get us back to a, a legal state. So definitely, CBD, it, CBD oil is legal in all 50 states. You're not breaking the law whatsoever. 
You're not going to feel it? high, but you're going to be it? relieved of all symptoms, anxiety, ADD, chronic pain, fibromyalgia, glaucoma, high blood pressure. Wow. And it helps, yeah. And that's legal completely. You find it in, like, head stores, you know, smoke shops. What is it called? Yes, it helps with insomnia because it helps sleeping. Oh, and I noticed that she goes, she goes down, especially with the yeah. V2K, she gets her sleep. See, when they're talking to you like that, they're sleep depriving. And that, of course, is, yeah. this, you know, decomposition. They want us dead. Mm. And the best way to get you dead is to help you have you all emotioned out, as I put it. You know, boo-boo yeah. across the street is after me. And the, you know what I mean? Or either definitely sleep deprived, which you could see any bat when you're not getting enough sleep. You know what I mean? What, they don't want us to it, sleep. They don't so want us to think. That's really what drives you. They don't want you to sleep. They don't want you really to think. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Kate, would you answer my question? Is it just called cannabis oil? It's called C- uh, CBD oil. Charlie CBD. Boy David. CBD okay. oil, and you find it in smoke shops. It's uh, okay. It's a yeah. It's a legal property of marijuana, but it doesn't have the THC that normally people know when they get high. But again, if you can qualify, you have a state like California. Quite a few states that you can get medical marijuana. The THC is even better. But those of you that don't really know or explore pot. Go first really small, like edibles. Cut a cookie in half. You know, let your body get used to it if you're going to get high. But that has the optimum result, especially if they're trying to do all that brain entrainment, like B2K and, the, you know, what is that called, uh, re- subliminals and stuff. You can just feel your mind being tinkered. They can't even map you or get out. It, it just throws them all off course. You know what I mean? Is and temp definitely, oil, is temp oil similar to that? Temp, it's temp similar, oil. except you won't get the high, so it's going to help the properties that you're suffering, either anxiety, insomnia, it's helping her sleep better, her mind is quiet, girl, girl. And, and by her resting, her emotions, that's also, have you noticed that when we now get enough sleep, we're emotionally heightened? They like her like that. They really well, do. If you, took, if you took CBD oil and you were, like, getting a drug test at work or for probation, uh, would it detect positive for marijuana? Well, it wouldn't, it would, oh, no, okay. it would test, no, because it doesn't have the THC properties. It would have CBD properties. There's also, there's also something called hemp O2, I think, which uh, is, like, some kind of hemp property in water. I don't I've know heard if that. I haven't that. tried the hemp oil. I have not tried it yet. I've tried the CBD oil. It's 300 milligrams, and because she has voice V2K, she vapes on it, vapor, and it, I noticed her, she quiets down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's called hemp O2. It's hemp water. There's also hemp oil, but there's also hemp water. I haven't tried that myself, but I would like water. to. Water. Now, that's the unusual. I looked that up. Hemp water. I wonder what that would do. Well, I, I, once accidentally, I once accidentally drank bong water, and it was the worst experience I've almost ever had. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know what that would taste like. It might make your stomach hurt. That's why, especially if you can get the full, you know, marijuana edibles, I would not eat a whole brownie, and I don't do it. I would cut it in half, you know, and find out, you know, how it takes, how you take off. I really think they should legalize the plant. Look how they're fighting this, and they're making money, too. Yeah, I think it's the CIA that George Bush helped establish that they're drug smugglers, and they work with the cartels, and they they don't give a rat's ass about 
huge cocaine and marijuana plantations in South exactly. America mm-hmm. and smuggle because exactly. they make all this money from it. Yes, they do. Exactly. We we have been taken over and sold out by a bunch of crooks. Exactly. We, the people, they hadn't even considered. It's very sad. Uh, does anyone have any questions and comments? I'm going to do a, a close now. I have I have one other question, Kay. Um, is a CBV the same as a radio uh, walkie-talkie? No, I thought that was a C. No, it's a cannabis oil, CBD. No, but CBV, like Victor, almost the same uh, abbreviation. Um, I I thought was like those those radio antennas that, or I mean, uh, walkie-talkies that like semi truck drivers use. No, I don't, I don't believe so. No. CB, CBD. No, CBD oil. Yeah. Charlie Boy David. And you can find it at uh, smoke shops, head shops. You see the design. And it is legal in all 50 states. Totally. How, who, do you know what senator made it legal for that one? For that one? Uh... Um, it just got, I believe, it came under... Uh, Trump's administration, because Indiana just got it approved early June. Very new. Lauren. Yes? What is the phone number of the gal who gave it out earlier? Who? Gal gave her phone number out. Connie? Yeah. Connie, did you give your phone number out? Oh, no. You know what? Tanya was supposed to give her number to, or someone was supposed to give Tanya's number to Elvira Williams. And I never heard him no. give it to her. No, no, no. Connie. Connie, I'm supposed to call. You have my okay. number. Yes, I do. Okay, somebody else was asking for your... Okay. Connie, Thank I'm you. in Missouri. Missouri? Yeah, I, I look forward to speaking with you. I don't have your number. Oh, 860-303-1854. Okay. Okay, guys, so we're going to, and I don't want this to cut off real quick, so unmute all. New York, do you have a question? Hello? Okay. Everyone, we are getting ready to... Um, Mute off. All right, everyone, thank you for joining my call tonight. Keep the date tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talk to you, code 142124. Yes, me on here 24 hours of the day. You're looking pretty when it's sitting on your face. Look on the corner, take a dollar for her daughter. What she's gonna do and watch her mother. I wanna take you back. Take you back. I wanna take you back. I wanna take you down. I wanna take you down. I 
in there. 